One, two, one, two. You're now rocking with the No Vultures podcast. You got me, myself, Lord Rap. You got Corner Barber straight ahead of me to my right. And to his right, we got a very, 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 very special guest. I've been following this young lady, uh, um, I believe, since maybe 2014, 2015, since I found up, um, since I came across her music. And I came across Three Times Crazy first. So that was my first experience with her music. And I was like, who the fuck? is this and who the fuck is this bold to go over this classic and flip it like this and make it lovely so then i had to do my research and i started coming across shit like 580 980 and i said wait a minute this is town business who is this who is this lady then i started seeing names like jacka and i started seeing the affiliations and i said wait a minute wait a minute we got a real one here so in my studying and in my listening, I found some very great music. I mean, some some brilliant music to the point where it left me questioning my area and why this person is not the top person from my area, right? So, uh, and right now, I came across some more music, which I thought, I think personally, and this is the truth, not trying to guess you, right? I believe that she got... Like one of the best songs on the radio right now. Everybody doing like Afro beats type songs or whatever. I don't know all the technical terms, but sometimes I say Afro beats and they correct me and call it something else, right? But wifey at home, if y'all have a chance to check it out, we got Netta Brielle at No Vultures today, man. Glad to have you here. Yeah, what's up? Man, I, I'm excited. I'm going to tell you this off top, right? I told some people that we was going to have you here. And somebody asked me, could they send roses? Somebody asked me. And I was like, don't creep her out too early. She ain't even got here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's you know what I'm saying? Up, and and, and uh, so how you doing? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Man, I, I'm, I'm so excited, man. Uh, first of all, I got to tell you about our show. So we got no vultures because uh, we wanted to highlight our people, you know, uh, in the Bay Area and outside, but starting homegrown and organic because I feel like although we have so many legends, mm -hmm. we got untapped territory. Like, we never really fully get our recognition. Sure. Nobody ever fully gets that recognition. And we have greats, right? And what so, do you think that's about? Uh, I think it's really, it's about late. Well, this is my most recent uh, theory. Mm -hmm. We don't support one another enough. Right. So when an outsider comes in, they feel like it's almost like how they took America. Like I can come yeah. in and take this shit and mm -hmm. go on back where I'm going or, you know, take it over. And just so that's users abusers. Yeah. So that because I, I hate to keep saying they don't they keep taking our shit and they keep biting us and leaving and, or taking our shit and taking it from where they're from. Not necessarily because we invite them in. You know what I'm saying? So we invite them in without reciprocating anything. So personally, that's my theory lately. And I've been trying not to say they be hating on us because that's not <laughs> something I enjoy saying. You know what I'm saying? But um, so uh, we have this show and this platform because unlike other platforms, if they say, if, if let's say wifey at home is the real scenario, right? So wifey at home and then, and then you or, you know, 
the person you were singing about gets into an altercation and they say, Netta Brielle had a fight at Leech. Right. Let's get her on the show. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like or, or, or yeah, something right. negative. Right. She got a DUI. Let's get her on here and talk about. So that's what we don't want to do. We want to celebrate the people that, you know, we admire, that we into, that we love, and, you know, keep it real with the culture. So Man. when we say no well, vultures. No controversy. Not we ain't vultures. doing that. We ain't no culture vultures. We just want to do it organically with what we love. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. But you are from the town. Yes. So, well, let me ask you that. Are you from the town? Well, that's a good question. I was actually raised in Berkeley. Okay. Okay. And sometimes people aren't sure which one it is. Okay. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people don't normally think to ask you that, so I right. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I wanted to know. I, I thought, so you went to, like, uh, all Berkeley schools? Yeah, I went to, and then I went to um, Far West. Okay. Um, at the time, it was an arts magnet school. Okay. High school, I went there for two years. Uh-huh. Um, and then, it's, it's kind of by tech. Okay. And then I went to Berkeley. Oh, uh, across from Blick? It's like up by Wendy's across the street where that art college is. Yeah, yeah. Right across the street from there. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so the newer building. At the time, it wasn't new. Oh, okay. It might be, it new, might now. be new now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, it was a really small school. And it's a lot of artsy kids up yeah. there. And so is that the reason that you were there? Um, yeah. Well, actually, my mom wanted to get me out of um, Berkeley schools for a minute. Okay. Because she just felt like I needed to um, focus more. Okay. So it was a smaller school, and it was arts magnet school. And I okay. met some of my best friends there. Which So I think it was so dope she sent me there. So was the focus uh, leaving school more of... So you wouldn't be so comfortable around? Because Berkeley got great schools. That's why I'm oh, asking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is it because? Well, junior high, you know, that's that interesting time where you're like. Oh, tell me about it. I got, a, I got a 12-year-old oh, daughter. Oh, man. So you kind of figuring it out. Oh, man. How you didn't dress for gym five times. Oh, my God. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like, she don't have no problem academically, but it's like the dumb shit. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And I kind of got. I, music has always been like the forefront of my life from like four years old all the way on. Oh, okay. But in junior high, I think I kind of went through that phase of like following kids mm-hmm. and just doing, just getting myself in trouble for no reason. Mm-hmm. So my mom's like, what can I do to make sure I get her focused correctly? Okay. So then I went there and then I came back to Berkeley High and graduated from Berkeley High. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that was one of like the dopest decisions she could have made. Yeah. Because I don't know how it turned out. Corey, can you push record on that camera for me? We're not uh, recording. No, those are. I just okay. forgot to push that one. I just thought about it right now. Can I put my live on? Of course. Okay. And so, um, so... Was it was there any difference leaving the uh, Berkeley School District coming to Oakland? Was there um, any noticeable change? You very close to tech, so like yeah. it's a whole culture over there. You know what? And a lot Where of people think that's mine. Uh, the back button is it a button on the back to say? Oh, ri- yeah. When I um, I played basketball for tech. Um, oh for really? Years, so yeah, because um, the school didn't have sports. Okay. Because it was such a small school focused on arts and okay, um, so you can do um, your athletics if you wanted to at other high schools. Okay. So I did. So you go, you went there for sixth period. Exactly. Yeah. Why did you know that? Because I was an athlete. Okay. Yeah. Did you go to tech? No, I didn't go to tech, but I, I went to Fremont. Okay. Yeah. So all all the schools pretty much like that. You know what I'm saying? When you when you're mm-hmm. an athlete, you go to sixth period yeah. uh, 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 PE. Yeah. Um, and and then. Uh, so, when you 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 said you kind of met some of your best friends there, yeah, and um, those are some of your best friends to the de- to this yeah. day. One passed on oh, okay. two years ago. God bless. She was um, killed in West Oakland, um, but um, 
Yeah, we we all became really close because it was such a small school. Yeah, um, we instantly all just became really great friends, and I think that even helped me kind of get on track too. Because you know, I went to Willard in Berkeley, and Willard, it was just yeah. it was big. Yeah, it's and, hella big. <laughs> oh man, so um, yeah, it was a really dope experience. I don't think that I would have turned out the way I did had I not. Okay. Yeah, that's important in, in your makeup. I always like to cover that, like in our interviews. That's why we have like intimate sit downs, like really conversations, because you don't always get it. You know, I don't. I don't like rushing people in here. At least from my perspective, in the way that I uh, digest content. You know, I always got like you know uh, this this fascination with the culture and learning about people mm-hmm. all the way from the rooter to the tutor like what what you've been through who are you like what's what's your makeup like what made you so like um in high school mm-hmm. were you singing officially i was i didn't i started off rapping when i was five okay so i was i kind of went through that whole like i like the brat i like crisscross like, okay and then i knew that i wanted to be fully serious about singing when i got to junior high Okay. And I got to, uh, Willard, actually. Oh, wow. And then I just, like, locked in from there. But it was always some form of music from day one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then my mom would have me in all these talent shows growing up, all these different, like, scholarship programs she could find for me because we didn't have a lot of money. Okay. So she always had to find the things that could work for us. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that was the thing that kind of, like, kept me on track. Music okay. is the thing. Cause okay. we grew up a lot within our, within our household, like, you know, domestic violence. Yeah. Um, you know. Just a lot of things. Okay. I think music and my mom pushing me into those programs is like kind of what kept me on track. Do you channel those uh, emotions into your music? Because I know like uh, us listening to Mary J. Blige growing up, us mm-hmm. listening to Anita Baker, it was always something that you knew was deeper. Even Sade, you always knew something was deeper yeah. with, with the person and how they were singing, like what they were talking about. Did, did you draw from like those experiences, like mm-hmm. your mom experiences and all that? Oh, yeah. And your music? Time. Yeah. Um, I think at first it was a little hard because I think the way we were raised was like, you know, don't tell your business right. within the household. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to be vulnerable and to show that side was like wrong. Okay. Where I yeah. My mom was like a coach when she raised us. Like, yeah. Oh, you crying? Yeah, you crying? Don't do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I kind of had to find that space. Is it? Is it? Not to cut you off, but is that is that awkward? Because in in growing up in Oakland, right, and you growing up in Berkeley and Oakland, like um, that thing that comes from our parents, that toughness is yeah. like. I'm gonna put this shield around you, right? It's it's like tough love, but it's yeah. like a step up yeah. from tough love. It's like tough love on steroids. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You better straighten that shit up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember one time I did this um talent show. Oh no, it was a contest on it was for MTV and um it was called MTV Duets at the time. And okay. you could um it was with Usher. I'm a big Usher fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my gosh. And I had broke out like on my arms. I I broke out in some kind of hives. I don't know. What but I didn't get the part. Okay. I was like down to the top three. Okay. And I didn't get it. And I cried and I cried. And my mom was like, Are you crying? <laughs> Suck it well, up. You got other really? cards on your arms. Yeah. You know, that's probably why they didn't pick me. Like, she was so. I don't know if she was uncomfortable that I was crying or uh-huh. she just wanted me to shake it off early. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is what you want to do. Like, you have to develop tough skin. Yes. And I'm going to get it to you early. Yes. Um, and. It helped in a lot of ways, but then in some ways it kind of made me a certain way. Okay. So it took me a while to like write songs that came directly from the heart that okay. made me like, you know, so this is really what my story is. And did you start off writing? 
I didn't start off writing because I started off as a rapper. Okay. So um, one of my sister's friends, my sister's like 11 years older than me. Okay. So she had a friend who used to write. And okay. so he would write my raps um, oh. for me. And then, um, but I would do poetry and mm-hmm. I would just do um, journaling. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think, I didn't realize at the time that I was writing songs. Okay. Yeah. So um, eventually I kind of got it. And I, and I still struggle with it a little bit, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Were you, were you uh, Netta Brielle as a rapper? I was my full name. Okay. It's, it's heck long. Okay. <laughs> you want to know it. Yes, please. I would love to know it. <laughs> Aquanetta. Aquanetta. That's Aquanetta? my full name. Pass me that water, corn. Aquanetta. That is my full name. That is your full name. And my that... dad named me after um, a, a black singer, actress, like from the 1920s. Mm. Okay. That, um, so I always feel like my parents kind of like decided my fate. That's dope. Yeah, I always feel like that's that. Su- that's super dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I-, I like Netta Brielle, though. <laughs> yeah. Where does Brielle come from? Um, you was just looking for something to fly at the time. My best okay. friend came up with it. Oh, really? Yeah, several years ago. Mm. We just needed something fly, like because it used to be Netta B. We went from Aquanetta to Netta B. Okay, so Netta now B. Netta B felt very like. Now you're not so new to me. Okay. I know Netta B. You had to because you said Jacka and you yeah. Said, that's who I know. I know Netta B. Okay. okay, so okay, okay. Now, now it's making sense. Know, so I, and when I was researching your page and all that, and the people that you had in there, I'm like, you have to know something. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. I um, I, I I pride myself on being a rap nerd. You know, okay. I, or not just rap, but culture really, because I'm not going to even say hip hop or yeah. none of that. I'm gonna say our culture, yeah. which I always say hip hop because that's what was the most influential thing from our generation. Like, anything past, shit, 1985 has been all about hip-hop. The way we dress, walk, talk, act, you know, Mm -hmm. and the streets and the game influencing each other Mm -hmm. going back and forth. Um, I agree. So so did you go to the studio as a rapper very young? Very young. Very young. Um, To the point that, and I think I talked about, I always talk about this, by the way, because it's one of these things that just always bothers me. My sister took me to meet Tupac. Okay. And I rapped with Tupac when I was in the fifth grade. She came pick me up from school. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll never forget, the next day I came back to school, nobody believed me. Now, you know, at the time you had the cameras. Yeah. I cannot find this picture. Oh, I cannot. This is like one of the biggest moments of my like childhood life. Wow. And I cannot find a picture. But um, it was, it's just always one of those big moments for me that I'll never forget. Cause I, w- I was hardcore, like really into like rapping mm-hmm. style, mm-hmm. like, you know, even when TLC had came out and how they dressed, like I was just like heavily like influenced by it. And even still now, like my style is still kind of like tomboy mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started off very serious, like as a rapper early on and then it turned fully into singing. Like, I-, I like that though. I like the, on. I like the the tomboyish uh, girl thing because that's my demographic. We was just talking about, you know, had this 90s party for uh, Lil D. Daryl Reed. I don't know if you know who that is, but mm-hmm. he's having a 90s party. And um, when we was talking about it, I was like, girls that I liked, they didn't they didn't dress crazy. Like, they pants was, like, baggy. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, they you know, wore, like... Ridiculous. Yeah, like, boxers under... Yeah, yeah, yeah like... Was that was the that was the cutest shit ever to me. Like, though, that was, you know, I loved it. Like, that shit was... Because, so, I, I, you know, no disrespect to none of the artists now, yeah. but 
I kind of find it hard to follow, like, if you will. Like, I love the music, but then after a while, like, we can go two, three songs in, and then I need depth. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, okay, that was cool. You want to feel it. Yeah, I want to feel it. And then, and then they're like, you, I'm, I, like I said, I'm a rap nerd, so you can't sell me on sex. You can't, you can't just, like, that's not going to be it for me, you know? I, I To be I'm honest. Nikki with all that bullshit. Yeah, I, I had a hard time, to be honest with you. As crazy as it sounds, and I'm from this era, but I had a hard time digesting Lil' Kim. Like, I was a Kim fan on Junior Mafia. Mm -hmm. I was a Kim fan on Biggie shit. But, like, when it came to her solo joints, I just was, like, lost. I just, not that it wasn't, like, because I didn't feel as though it was, like, empowering women. To be honest with you, I was like, this shit too nasty for me. Really? Like, I, I, I've never heard I, a guy say that. Man, I it just I don't I don't know why. It was just too nasty for me. Like I couldn't take it. And and then and then when you think about it, it's like maybe it's just I didn't want to hear a woman saying it. How old were you? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, 12, 13, 14, 12, 13, 14, right, around Kim. Okay. Time. So, but I could take all the Uncle Luke shit, which makes no sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I love that, but I just don't want Kim. I don't know why. That's weird. I, I need to explore that more. That's very interesting. But, um, so, like, I always loved TLC, right? I always loved Aaliyah. I always, that, those are, like, my top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, the top of the top for me. Like, I yeah. love those ladies. And, um. Actually, you remind me of that era. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like your shit so much. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is super dope. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the world has to know about you, you know? I appreciate that. And um, so, in going to the studio, did you have a favorite art- artist that you mimicked or that you tried to sound? Because I'm, I'm sure you evolved so many times and so much since then. But yeah. did you have anybody that you were, like, influenced by? There's um, so many layers to, like you said, like the different styles of music I've done mm-hmm. lyrically and just like sound wise. Um, but I'm everybody knows that I'm such a huge like Janet Jackson fan, mm. Michael Jackson, and mm. that's like the performance side of it. Okay, you, you could deliver a dope record, then you get on stage and give me a full experience. Kill it, yeah. Like that's they talk, they yeah. raised me with that. Um, and then I love um, Mary J. Blige, of course, because of the feeling. Okay, and I always tell people that. You can give me a cold run. You can have the prettiest run, but to me, that doesn't make you the greatest singer. Right. It's the the tone for me. The tone and how you sing a word. It may have like this dry sound to it or a scratch. Uh-huh. That's what I like. Yeah. Um, I'm also inspired by um, the New Jack Swing era is really big for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. My sister, I was telling you, she's about 11 years older than me, so okay. I always wanted to be like her growing up. Okay. So um, just that whole era of music, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Alexander O'Neill, Sherelle Pebbles, Babyface, The Deal. Like, I still listen to all that stuff. So you love Guy, all of that, Teddy Riley, all of that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then on the other side of that, I like um, Light Rock. So I like like Sting, I like Bill Collins, I like Madonna. So I just, I like a lot of different things, but for me, I'm with you. Like, I want to feel something. Right. The content, like, has to mean something to me. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, um... So at this time, well, we still at we still at rap, right? So yeah. you you net a B. And what was the content? Do you still have that music, or do you ever let people hear it? I mean, some of it's out there already. Yeah. I mean, I think what's so crazy is now when I break it down, there are so many different layers. What year was net a B? In, in chapters, I would say that would be around like the Jacka era. The, okay. um Because I always say that um, Jack is one of the first artists from the Bay Area 
um, one of the first to kind of like embrace me in a way of like, listen to this girl, she's dope. Mm-hmm. Because I had been around just doing stuff and people were like, oh, she cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But when he stood up and was like, she's dope, yeah. then then you get the respect of like the other hip hop artists from here, the other guys or people who didn't really pay attention. And then they're looking at you in a certain way. Look uh-huh. at you as an artist and not anything outside of that. Right. And I always, I've always respected that. Um, and so I learned a lot from like the E-40s and the um, Jackers and how they... Um, just like independently push their own music and their own mixtapes and I started to feel like I was moving like a rapper mm-hmm. and so I think Netta B was kind of like inspired by that right like I look at them and I'm gonna move like them right I took my financial aid check and I created a mixtape and I put it out and um, I just started feeling like I was moving mm-hmm. like a little rapper mm-hmm. you know what I mean and um, so there's a lot of different chapters and layers to my career that's kind of crazy that people don't even kind of believe, I guess, because yeah. I feel like I probably should have gone crazy by now. Right, right. There's yeah. so many right. ups and downs. Um, but, you know, I'm still here. I'm still pushing. You know what's crazy about what you just said is we've done maybe 35 episodes and we've been doing this for about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say out of that, maybe half of the guests said the same thing about Jacka. Wow. Jacka was everybody's first yeah. endorsement. Like, yeah. no, I'm behind this. Like, everybody said, Jack embraced me, taught me, did this. Like, that's crazy. And yeah. if yeah. people don't know, that's what goes into making a legend. It's that's not right. just that. It's just not that he's a rapper. That's it's right. who he was. That's right. Yeah. Because it's like, you, you can have people like, you know, slip you an email or DM when I see you, mm-hmm. but to be out loud and be confidently like, right. this person is good, Right. you know, those things go a long way with me. And there's a lot of things that he said to me that I haven't done yet that I want to do probably later on down the line yeah. about, like, putting artists out. He's mm-hmm. like, why don't you put your own artists out? I'm like, yeah. But, you know, I just always respect people who can embrace you and give you the game and, um, you know, teach you something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that I'm there yet. Right. Um, I think that I'm still kind of caught up in trying to find my own way. Mm-hmm. But eventually, those are things that I want to do. That like first, uh, meet the Jack. Um, actually, um, do you guys remember um, 17 Hertz? Oh, yeah, of course. In Hayward, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I started working. Jack in lived in there. Yes, right. <laughs> in Tracks Million. In Tracks Million. That's my yeah, too, yeah. Still to this day. Um, I remember when I went to Atlantic and they wanted me to put out a like Bay Area sounding record at the time mm-hmm. of 2011. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I have to do that with somebody at home. Like, there's no way that. So let me ask you this real quick. In, in this now. story, in you saying 2011. Yeah. Is this a uh, heavy Keisha Cole era? Oh, this is this is um, after because at this when I was at Atlantic at this time. So you think they are? Because the reason I'm asking because being that she blew up from here, I was wondering: Are they looking yeah. for the next Keisha Cole? Because you know that happens. You know, yeah. like oh, there's this person that blew up in this area, yeah. and now we want to get a ton of these. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it wasn't that. I don't. I don't think it was that. I think that um, you know, the Bay Area is such a specific kind of place. Mm-hmm. It's easy to assume that we're probably all like the mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, I don't think it was that. I think at the time you had Loyal, the record Loyal coming out by Chris Brown. Okay. You had all the T Fly. T Fly. And a lot of these records, you know, remind you of home. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they were like, well, you need one of those. And I was like, okay, but can I go get tracks? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, somebody else was like, and Pilo. And I was P-Lo. like, let's do it. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I never wanted to be the artist that left and kind of like 
not forgot where I came from, but still work with those people who are the core of that sound. Mm -hmm. And Trax, Trax and Irk, those are two of the producers that I've probably um, worked with early on that gave me a shot to. Okay. So to be able to go in and get Trax for Three Times Crazy was super dope. Mm -hmm. Okay. That meant something to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So if you you had to say uh, around this time, because I I just saw um, Mustard, and I think he was being on a panel or being interviewed during Revolt Music Conference yeah. in LA. Mm-hmm. And he flat out said it. I got this shit from the Bay. Mm-hmm. Like I I that I was heavily influenced by P Lo, by you know, he just started naming off shit and it, it was like, you know, it makes so much sense. And that's what I was saying earlier when people be like, they stealing. But mm-hmm. I love his honesty for saying, hey man, I got that shit from right there. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's uh, stealing or is it influence? Uh I think it's influence. I, I I believe it's only stealing if you don't give credit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's art. You know, it's art. You we should appreciate influencing other people, right? right. But then we don't want to be left out of the conversation. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So so it, I think it's important for people like that that has been influenced to speak on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and just say, hey man, you know, they influenced me mm-hmm. because. You listen to Mustard. That's not an L.A. sound. You know, definitely somewhere in, down the line, if you hear an L.A. producer, you're going to hear those horns. The You're going to hear the high whistle. You know, you're going to hear the L.A. in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you hear Bay Area, you're going to hear the fucking and Banks in it. You're going to hear the, you know what I'm saying? That's why the mechanics can be on long side with Ann Banks, and they would be like a current version of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the mixtape and putting out your own music with your financial aid check, uh, which was risky, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to give you credit for that. Uh, and you were moving like a rapper doing doing something like that. And nowadays, so when you did that, mm-hmm. and you saying that was around what year? Two th- that was, um, ooh, so that had to be like 2008. 2008? Yeah, so um, the end of um, 2007 going into 2008 because I was working at 17 Hertz. And okay. that's how I met um, K9 and PK, who were um, who were managers of Jack. Now this shit is all making yeah. a lot of more sense. Because yeah. I was going to 17 Hertz all the time. I was like, who is I the... got a lot of chapters. Like, who is the pretty girl in there? What's she, what's she <laughs> going to all these rough-ass niggas? Man? Yeah, I, I learned a lot from them. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is crazy. Like, so you didn't, like, man, you didn't live this rap life. Like, you yeah. didn't live the life of a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I watch I think, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um uh that that's that interests me too because how is it how is that being the only female in a room or group, moving around a, a room full of men? I love that. You love it? I grew up with all boys in my neighborhood. I okay. was the only girl. I was the only girl playing football, I was the only girl hanging out, like street lights came on, y'all gotta go in the house. Um so I kind of um came from that. Okay. And they were so cool. Like, they embraced me in a way that um, was just not uncomfortable. They were like brothers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And and I just learned. Okay. From them. I would have a a few of my best friends with me, too. Okay. And um, we were just all accepted. And um, I loved that. Mm -hmm. I loved that. Yeah. Um, So I learned a lot early on. Okay. Um, you did see the groupie girls in them days, like jocking them dudes. And- oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I just stayed in my own little world. I'm here doing R&B songs. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, actually, I didn't see a lot. 
I didn't even see a lot. I you didn't see a lot. They sheltered you. They probably kept me. From yeah, yeah. You know. You was you was I little hear, sis. I hear the story. So what about when the guys come in the studio and try to hit on you? Did everybody? Oh, oh no, no, you can't do that. They wouldn't actually. They wouldn't. Nope. Oh wow. No, not not, 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 not in that time. Too. Yeah, not at that. Um, I got a lot of different chapters. That chapter, no. Yeah, they didn't bother me. Okay. Nope. Okay. Oh, but in a different chapter. Well, I don't know. I, it's so many different. Like this thing right. that I don't even remember. But like, yes, I'm thinking specific. Yeah. No. Nope. That's tight, man. I, I mean, you know, because it, it it's one thing to be like. I think I think the slightest thing in your come up can detour you from even wanting to do this shit. Uh-huh. You know, some girls have a totally different experience. It's like all men. Talk about her oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, right. I think I made mistakes. Is is any of the mistakes dating somebody, a colleague, or somebody that could potentially be a colleague or a peer in music? Um, I've dated people who've done who've been in the music industry. Well, okay, well, it, but I'm even saying different than that in the music industry, but from around somewhere near your circle. Mm-hmm. I have. You have? I have. Yeah. Um, and I learned early on that That's that's a no go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the cool thing is I, I, I made some mistakes early on. Okay. And then I, I was able to kinda like bounce back and learn from Yeah, it. yeah. Um so yes. You seem like you got a lot of game and like it's like ain't nobody gonna put one over on you. Shout out to moms, you know what I'm saying? Because she, you know, you know, suck it up, Netta. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, you know what I'm saying? Like you know that we ain't we ain't going out like that. You know, and then seeing a lot, like you said, again, art imitates life, right? So early on, you saying the domestic violence and shit, drawn from your own pain and experiences. Uh You know, it can go either way. It can suck you in or totally detour you from. You either learn from it or you now become a part of it. My dad passed away when I was 11. Okay, God um, bless. He um, had cancer, so it was kind of like um, he had gotten sick, and then, you know, it kind of calmed down, the, mm-hmm. the, the domestic violence mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But then just watching him also um, die in front die, of me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was difficult. That's tough, yeah. Um, and just a lot of different things. Music always ended up being that thing okay. that kept me grounded. Okay. My grandmother was a really big influence in my life too. Okay. But she was also a paranoid schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. And when she didn't take her medicine, it would be a thing. Okay. Um, those are things that I had to learn about early on. Yeah. And music always became that thing to kind of pull me through. Mm-hmm. So when I made mistakes of my own, like later on, like within my uh, life as with my career and all that, I just kind of went back to those things that I thought I couldn't get through and I got through. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And we, and we, and, and we, off, you know and I'm glad you said that, like, even about your grandmother and everything, because there's a, there's, there's a, you know, misconception in a black community about mental health and yeah. the way we treat it and the way we address it. I've had, my, my uncle was a paranoid schizophrenic and I know that was, we had to sneak him his medicine. He wouldn't take it, mm-hmm. you know, all of those type of things. And, um, you know, it's crazy because, you know, like, again, we see women talking rough, tough, uh, slick at the tongue, and then you see this Netta Brielle girl, and it's this beautiful exterior, but then there's all of these bricks inside that oh, has built this person. That's a really you know what nice I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know. I compare it to like a um, uh, 
a seashell. You know, yeah. uh, you know, you can produce this uh, uh, beautiful pearl. There's pearl on the inside, but on the exterior, there's this rough and rugged. You can actually cut yourself mm. if you yeah. play around. You it's know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like it's kind of like the reverse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's this beautiful pearl, a beautiful gem. And then the inside, somebody would never know. You know what I'm saying? Because just looking at you, I mean, I'm thinking like, okay, no, you know, like off top, the first things, and that's just a human thing. Like yeah. we we have an opinion about people before we even know them, oh, yeah. right? So I can see you and say, oh, there's no way she she grew up square. She was in a mm -hmm. hill somewhere. She ain't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She don't know nothing about this. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And then it's totally different, yes. you know, but that's what made you who you are. Yeah. You know, I, I love that though. Thank you. I love that. I love that. So, um, damn, 17 hurts. You fucked me up with oh, yeah, that. Like, you fuck. I remember seeing people like Big Rich in there with his shoes off just sitting and, and come, trying to come up with a song or seeing Jack and oh, yeah. I think Jack and Freeway. I think I met Freeway there probably, with Jack. I probably met Freeway there. Yeah, yeah. And did 17 hurts have the beautiful staircase in the back? Like it was so random. What was what that the there? fuck was, it was that? Like a marble. A marble. I, I, I think it was a um a, a display or a, a model for what they could do because on the other side was a company that dealt with okay so stone. They the building so something. I always used to go sit in there just to get a break. Mm -hmm. And I would look at that shit like I should throw like a little mini gala in this right. motherfucker, like you right. know, right. a big staircase. It just, it just like a grand staircase. Grand staircase. Yeah, yeah, ass, some like, shit that look like this studio. at the end of you know a hell of them up there. But 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 this case staircase was on the other side and it was marble and granite everywhere. Right? Shit was gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, the 17 hertz that fucked me up, man. So what happened to that place? I don't know. I don't know. It just went away. But a lot of shit came out of there. A lot of a lot yeah. of classic yeah. shit. Classic yeah. talent came from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they actually they lost my whole mis mixtape. <sighs> They was so known for that. So I got to record that. the whole thing over for free, and mm. I mean, it came out better. Uh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. At least you found the magic, because yeah. that shit happened sometime, and it's over. People yeah, like, they like, fucked my tape up, right. man. I'll never make it sound like right. that again. <laughs> um, uh, so um, how how did your first, what was the name of the mixtape? Meet Me on the Stage. Meet Me on the Stage. This is, nobody ever talked, this is like, the, the infant stage before Sorry. like growing up like this is that was the beginning yeah I mean as far as like the recording process of me being an artist like, yeah consistently recording okay nobody ever really talked to me about this so okay I, I appreciate really? that yeah it was called Meet Me on the Stage Meet Me on the Stage because I felt like um my strong point is performance okay I'm not, I don't like to record I hate being in the studio okay I, I'd rather be on stage and connecting with people that's where I get my natural high from yeah, yeah. So people would be like, oh, it was other artists out at the time that, you know, naturally they'll pin you against each other. And mm -hmm. my whole thing would be like, it's good. So you know, stay. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So that was like my. That's like a um, <laughs> bring it on or uh, exactly. step it up, one of them yeah. movies. Right. Like, I'm going to tell your ass up when we oh, get to yeah. this stage. Exactly. So did you, like, you said you was heavily Janet influenced. Yeah. Um, was there ever a time, because I mean, I, I think Sierra did it and mm -hmm. someone else. I love when people like, redo like control and shit like that shit was so iconic like right. janet with the knee pads was like exactly i mean i can't i can't even put it into words like that shit was something i never saw like you know what's crazy is those are the i have to have pep talks with myself because i can get discouraged really okay because this has been such a thing 
But, like, I think about her a couple albums before Control mm-hmm. and how she had to, even being a Jackson and already having, already being someone, still not, and not really Think about that shadow. Man. <laughs> and then Control came, like, And Control what? was like, what yeah. the oh, fuck? Did you go to her concert when it just came? No, I was out of town. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen her since, uh, like, 2009, I think. Where was that at? Um, Bill Graham. But I love that from a woman that can go from a ballad to just an all-out fucking dance song and a pop song and just go crazy. Yeah. Like I was watching. Um, you got all those moves, huh? I, I, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, she definitely got all those. She definitely got all those moves for sure. For sure. Is that is that like a tough thing to do? Like to be a performer like that and to break back into full-blown song, like ballad, like, you know, have to take it down and then control your energy? Or do you set your stage show up, like, kind of like in a way where you can gradually get to a certain point? Like, how do, yeah. how, how do you like to leave your audience? You like to leave them on that pumped up high? I or? like to leave them pumped up. Yeah, okay. I like to come out pumped up, too. Yeah. And oh, then okay. you soften it in the middle. In the middle. And get, then you just... Go back to it. I always end with Three Times Crazy. Okay. that's the one that, that people know me the most for. And it just has a high energy to it. Uh-huh. So I like to leave on that note, especially when I'm doing shows at home. Uh-huh. Corn, let little cousin in the back door. Um, so, um... He, he might be standing by the wash house. So, uh, on that first, on that, so what was the, was there any features on that first mixtape? Oh, gosh. Uh, me on stage? Yeah. I'm going to have to ask somebody that. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. Somebody on Irk, that live. Irk. Irk might have been on that. So, is this? I had this song called Music. Okay. He was on. And did and he, he produce He had right here already? No. No. He, had, he didn't have right here. He wasn't even at no. Irk yet. He was, um, it was early on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and did you, did you, um, did, how did you feel about the reception of the project? I know amongst your peers, it was like, you did that shit because yeah. you did it. Like, yeah. you know, everybody go to the studio, talk about it, but you actually accomplished yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I was like at school doing midterms and then going, doing a show later that night. Okay. Being back at school in town later the next day. Okay. Going to the studio later that day. I was really going in at that time. And we can't skip over that. You are. For social media. So I'm talking about put flyers on windows. And, and what else? Just MySpace. Um, MySpace. And that shit was like, you damn near needed to know how to code Listen, to use that I, shit. Like, I used to call my friend, like, can you, I don't know how to do nothing. Like, can you, right. yeah. And, and, and I, and I want to bring this up too, because that's a highlight for all the things that you've been through, all of the things that hurt you and helped you. Like, you still made your way to college. So you Spartan alumni, San Jose State. Alumni. I didn't even, I went like on some, well, you know, I'm just gonna go here until I get a record deal. Wasn't and your, then and, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm not graduating from here. Right, it wasn't your first choice anyway, right? No, it was not. You would have went to what? A I, HBCU? You seem like an HBCU. No, no, I would have went and got a record deal. Like, I, fuck I, school. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's like college. Yeah, at that time. Yeah. And so I went, and it did not happen. Okay. And I ended up graduating. And then those opportunities started to come after. So I, it was almost like God was like, okay, I know you think you're about to plan your life out. Right. But this is how it's going to go. Damn, that is crazy. And before Atlantic, Def Jam was the first opportunity. Okay. And that was when Shakira Stewart was looking to sign somebody from the Bay Area. I remember that. And He, was, he was having talent shows and shit. Yeah. Did you go to the little thing in Frisco, like in the little alleyway? That was what I won. 
Oh. And I didn't want it. And my manager at the time was like, you're going to do this. And I'm like, this is a, you know, how you going to pay somebody to be in something? It didn't make sense to I'm a lot like, of people. See, yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to pay for it. You just go. Okay. And I went and did it. Damn. That it. I remember went. that. I was there, actually. Um, I remember Stevie Joe was there. I can't remember who else was there, but he got Stevie far. Joe. Yeah, Stevie Joe was there. And so you won that. Rest in peace to Shakir, because I think he wanted to come back here and do good things because yeah. he had made good as an executive, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and we didn't have many, you know, that was um, coming up out of the uh, Bay Area. And uh, he, he actually... passed on, like, soon after that. Soon yeah. after I met with him one week, uh-huh. the next week is when he passed Yeah, because it just yeah. all was like a, like, what the fuck? Yeah. So do you think... So he was planning on signing you? Well, I went... To the label, I actually went to Dev Jam and performed for him. Okay. And there was one thing he asked me that always sticks with me, and he was like, um, "Who are you? Who is Netta?" Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, I can come here and I can look one way, mm-hmm. but when you tear away all these things, I've experienced so much to where I probably should be in John George right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just be honest. I know the feeling. And right. for some reason, I don't know if it's God. I'm sure it's God and my mom and mm-hmm. my family or whatever. But um, he was like, I don't know who you are because every song that I had had a different feel. Yeah. One might have been a, Sh- a Sheila E. inspired record. And right. One was a Mary J. Uh-huh. One Madonna. One. And I, he was like, I. Who are, who you? are you? Yeah, we got to put this into. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I think um, so. It didn't really pan out the way I would have wanted or the way that I thought it was going to. You know what? The, I always look at. Just because of the answer you gave? Like I don't you didn't know. have a solid. Who I am, or I don't. I think I, I performed for him, and I, he listened to the records, and I maybe he just wasn't moved. I, but it was an interesting time, you know. I don't know. Those A and R's, and then for, well, first of all, I'll let you know, in order for you to get there, it had to be something special, right? Yeah. But then the other flip side of that is it just wasn't your time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you, if he felt like that, you would have got to a label and they would have tried to start creating somebody. Right. Like, oh, well, I think we should run her in the Sierra Lane, but maybe we should, she's from Oakland, let's run her in the Keisha Cole Lane. It would have just been something that yeah. wasn't you. Shout out to Blunts and Moore. Ain't smoking that dope, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, um. Uh. So, you're at San Jose State. Yeah. You making music. You running back and forth to school. I, going, I have like a college experience. Was the open mic shit going at that time? Was you like going? Yeah, to, every blue moon, I would do like open mics at the school. Yeah. But it just wasn't my thing. I wanted to get out there and do clubs, and you know, I really didn't do the whole. Um, was you at Mingles? Or did you do that? Did I do Mingles? I don't know. I did um, 17. 17, Club 17. 17. Yeah, you did 17. Um, what else was down there? Broadway. On Broadway. On Broadway. On Broadway. Uh-huh. Um, I really, before I ended up going to Atlantic, I just started hitting every club. Okay. And I to the point where I started hitting the ceiling. And it was like, it's nothing else for me to do. What else do I do? And people were telling me, like, you got to move to get a record deal. You don't, you're not going to get a record deal yeah. from the bank directly. Yeah. And, um Actually, a guy, Yancey Richardson, who's from Oakland, Okay. Um, he was living in Atlanta at the time, and he worked at Atlantic, okay. and he was like, um, I've been hearing a lot about you, and if you come here, I promise you I can get you a record deal. Okay. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I've been hearing this since I was four. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But at the time, it was like, what else do you have to lose? Yeah, yeah. So I went down there, and it was true. That's crazy. Let me check this camera real quick. It don't look like it's at the right angle. Excuse me. 
We breaking stuff. Yeah, Tan, shut up. It's already broke. Okay, this is so stupid. I'm so tired of this. I'm telling my grandkids. Oh, yeah, that shit is stupid. This is Dallas Cowboys. That's so stupid. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Um, so now that you're at San Jose State and you're going back and forth and you you know the open mics and all that shit, you know that that's not going to be enough. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. How? And are and you dealing with is this? So catch me up to speed with the time. Mm-hmm. You know Jacka by this point. Um, I meet Jacka in my senior year of college. I meet the whole that whole camp. Okay, so I won't I won't go that far yet. So I'll stay stay where we are. And okay. did you go to Atlanta? I went to Atlanta well after that. Um, so the way it happened was college, then the whole seventeen hertz Jacka movement, okay, mean management. Okay, shout um, out PK. Mm-hmm. And then I graduated from college within that time. Then we did um, started doing like local shows. Finding, trying to find different ways to get in from here. Okay. Then I got the um, opportunity to go to Atlanta, 2010. I okay. got the deal, 2011. Okay. Who was the A and R there? Um, when I got there, um, who was the? Well, Andre Harrell is the one who assisted in me getting the deal at Atlanta. Okay. With Yancey. Okay. Yancey. Okay. And and Yancey is the one that actually signed you. To his production company. He's the one who got me the opportunity okay. to go to, to have the opportunity to go to different labels. So, like, in the meeting, you know, you hear these um, label heads. I know from the Bay Area, we have, like, Tina Davis, who was at Def Jam with Chris Brown and all these. Was it, like, mm-hmm. any of those people? At Atlantic, was that Julie mm-hmm. Greenwall or one of those? Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, I know a little something. You know, <laughs> KP was there. Okay, KP um, was there. And the thing about that is... I'm such a, um, I love, when I was younger, I always knew, like, I want to be on the face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's the other one that, like, um, Immature and B2K were on? Uh, uh, Chris Stokes label. Yeah, well, uh, I can't think of it, but those are the two labels that I liked when I was a kid. Like, yeah. who thinks of this kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, right, right, be on the face. right, yeah. right. But it was just something about, like, the style of music. The way the albums flow. That makes sense. How the um, visual, the the aesthetic, yeah, connected with the music. I loved it. Yeah. Um, And it's really not like that anymore. It's Um, not like that at all. I don't know the NR process nowadays, but I know then. Only people I say got that old school feel when it comes down to that is. Coach and Pete. What's the fuck? Migos. Uh, 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 what's their label? Uh, Would you like another layer? Yes, like yes, layer? yes. I was managed by Coach. Oh, you was managed by Coach? Yeah. At the same time as Jeezy or Gucci Coach? So, when I went to Atlantic, they placed me with Coach. Okay. Yeah, and he's super dope. I really wish that that would have worked out, but I was being advised and taking advice and doing a lot of different things. And I never really talk about this, by the way, because it's so triggering because I see all these great things happening. Yeah, now. yeah, <laughs> later on, yeah. Um, but I'll just be fully transparent because I like this conversation. Yeah, thank you. you thank you. Um, yeah, so I got placed with Coach, and I think it was just so many 
people on the boat and everybody was like paddling different ways right. and I was just in the middle of like what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, but he was super dope. Yeah. And I think that would probably be one of the things that I could say I kind of regret. Yeah. Um, not having like a conversation, a real conversation before um, coming back home. Yeah. So I kind of felt like everybody was going their own ways because other things were moving mm-hmm. and I was kind of in limbo because the label was shifting. Okay. And Andre Harrell had left. And he was like my cheerleader in there. Okay. And he went over to Revolt. And so now I'm just kind of there. Was was anybody, was somebody, was Atlantic acquiring a company or being acquired by somebody? Did it happen like that? Because, like, like you know, in, 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 in earlier times, you would just hear about people dropping people, A&Rs being fired, they moving the regime. Yeah. But in our time, as ever since the MP3 era, era I always count that as an era. Like, that's a whole new era when... MP3s were invented and Napster was going around. Mm-hmm. Labels started changing, right? So the music business was being consumed in a different way. So the labels were being like ate up by the bigger parent group, you know, like or they would merge you with somebody else because you had all these different labels and imprints back in the day. Like Jive had New Tribe and mm-hmm. then, you know, all of these different things. Yeah. But it turned into labels being acquired by bigger labels. So when Things were shifting and changing at Atlantic. Was it more executives being moved around or was the label being bought out or buying a label or something like that? I think things are just moving around. Yeah. And when I first, because there was a lot of different labels that were interested. Okay. Um, but what what attracted us the most there was that there were really no other new females on the come up. Okay. Um, so that was a thing like you will get like full attention. We'll really, they'll go in. Mm-hmm. And so that was... The thing that was the most attractive at that time. And you signed to uh, your man's production company. What was it called again? L7. L7. Mm-hmm. What was so? Did you have your own management? Yeah. So I went to L7, and then we met Coach, and Coach came in. As oh, manager. so Coach was management at the same time. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Damn. I never talk about it. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Why? Um, I think I'm just become a little more comfortable with speaking about like the past but it, it was it's hard it, if I could be fully transparent like you know to come back home and to be like trying to put the pieces um, together and then turning on the TV and right. seeing everybody doing so great yeah and, and yeah. It just, yeah that's what I'm saying like I by the grace of God I'm so happy that I'm not in a deep depression or I'm you know, like not on drugs or you know oh, what I'm saying? Right. Because, said, was that bad? I mean, I, you know, it's, it's not it's, everything it's, getting ready to be your moment. You right. Ready, everything you fought for for your right. entire life is about to happen. Right. You got all the heavy people in the room. Yeah. Ready. And now you're back at home in your mom's house in your high school room. And you turn on BT and you see all the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those things can really do something to the mind. Right. But I always go back to like my faith and my faith in God and my mom, uh-huh. who never changed when right. I came back home or what. Like, it, <clears throat> but those things can really do some stuff to you. Oh, what you mean? I mean, those some of our favorite artists, like, I mean, it's it's bad. Like, I mean, it's bad. Like, people have to watch people blow up. Like, and then you always say what did I do wrong or right. why did I do this or right. I could have did it this maybe way. I just, maybe I should have just... Maybe I was over... You start to kind of like um, doubt yourself. Yeah. And like, even the things that you know you stood very firmly in, yeah. you start to kind of like... Yeah. Because you don't know and I mean, it's been a tough road having to, you know, build yeah. myself back up and 
know who to trust and not who right. to trust. But at the same time, like I would try to do other things and I just wouldn't be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Like, no, music is your thing. Mm-hmm. I love I love these stories, right? Because right. when you put them all together, it makes so much sense. Like yeah. historically, like your your um, situation with Coach, your situation with um, the L seven situation, your situation with Jack, like you put all these pieces of this puzzle together, right? Yeah. And you you try to come up with the storyline. It's like, you know, one intersects with the other, you know, seven degrees of separation. Like, I'm going to run into you. You're going to know somebody I know. We're going to have a mutual, you know, somebody in common. Um, and when I when I listen to these stories or and I think recently I listened to Coach Story because it was a it was I know Coach Story, but it was actually like a coach and peace story. Like, well. This was my partner. This was my partner this way. And me and him was kicking shit. And then it was like, why don't you? Because at some point, Coach felt like a failure, too. And I heard him talk about it. I heard him talk about, you know, his different times with Gucci and Jeezy and that shit becoming a beef. And he's in the middle and mm-hmm. shit like that. So, you know, when you say that, it's like, damn, I, I, I can feel you on being in your old high school room, looking at all this success on TV. But I can also feel that that just, again wasn't your it wasn't your time and it wasn't your path and um you know that's again that's that layer and then that's the inside that's the 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 mold what's what's creating this being inside like it's you know it's uncomfortable to really for some reason i'm comfortable in the moment but i always worried about am i going to sound like the bitter artist or am i going to sound like the person who's living in the past or Mm -hmm. am i going to um, and I would have all these like conversations within myself, mm-hmm. um, but it really isn't. It, it's, it's your story. It's mm-hmm. what your journey has been. Yes. And you don't know who may need to hear that. Yes. Or and you need to speak these things instead of holding it in. Yeah. But it took me a long time to be comfortable enough to say that this is what I experienced. This is what I've done. This is how I reacted. Like because. It can be uncomfortable. If you're a prideful person, right? I know I am, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're a prideful person and you believe in what you, and you stand on what you believe in yeah. and you make a decision and you make a decision like that, right? You make a decision to leave out of your situation. And then there's coach, right? There's coach who has this uber success, right? And then you have to, you, you don't, you don't never doubt yourself, but you can always doubt your decision, right? But yeah. once again, it wasn't it wasn't what it meant for you. You know, that wasn't the situation. And when you think about his story and his legacy, yeah. there's far more losses than wins, right? Mm-hmm. That's just how life is. Mm-hmm. There's far more losses than wins. And there's people that Coach is affiliated with that I'm sure there's artists in his personal heart of hearts he loved way more. Mm-hmm. But it's a business. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. a it's a business. Absolutely. If it wasn't a business, oh, we'd just be family. We'd just be around. We'd do this shit forever. Like if it was, if it was like I always I always um get this um get this one. Like if you you ever see somebody playing basketball mm-hmm. and they play hard and I mean like more in a professional or in college, like that level, right? And then you see them at the park, and they, like, giving it everything. Oh, yeah. Like, they're playing with a bunch of niggas that ain't got nothing to lose. Right. But they're giving it everything, yeah. right? It's just different. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a business over here, yeah. but then over here, you're doing it with your heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, if you made, I'm sure there's songs that you probably made for yourself just for therapeutic reasons. Oh, yeah. Like, this ain't for everybody. I'm not putting this out. Yeah, yeah. But Mm -hmm. as you sitting here talking to me about those decisions, Mm -hmm. I'm listening and talking and 
talking and listening to a grown woman, right? A grown woman articulate a time period and a situation in her life. I think it's great that we can be transparent like that. That's where the music industry has actually matured, in my opinion, because that's why we have this platform, because people are interested in hearing it. They're interested in hearing Netta's story. Like, I really want to know, like, somebody, not somebody, but somebody's in this world, they're your biggest, you're, they're your biggest fans, and you're their favorite artist, mm-hmm. regardless. I can be Lil' Joe in the hood. Yeah. There's going to be 10 guys that swear by me that I'm better than everybody, right. and that's who we should be catering to. Yeah. Those are folks that's going to buy a ticket. Yeah. Those are folks that's going to buy the merch. Mm-hmm. There's are folks that's going to stream your shit all day and tell the world about it. Because I always felt like I was trying to prove myself to the people who didn't see me. Yeah, and that, that don't even matter. No, can't do that. Yeah, right. can't yeah. Do that. That, that shit don't even matter. That, do it'll that. have you running in circles. Can't do that. Yeah. You really got to ask with the people that ask with you. Like, I had to learn that big time. That's real. Yeah. That's real. So, so where you at? Um, so, after you come back home, What's the temperature? Like, what is shit like then? Like, how you, of course, you said how you was feeling. And I mean, well, it had to be a little time before they did what they did. But as far as like moving on and getting bigger, but like at this time, what is your plan and what you thinking? Are you down on yourself? Are you feeling like shit? Are you like, I'm back here, back to square one. This was all for nothing. Like, how you feel? When I left, it was when Three Times Crazy was um, kind of boiling okay so i came home to do like a promo run here like okay. locally okay but something in my spirit was like you going home and you're not coming back uh-huh. because um you know my nr at the time would go you know to the meetings and mm-hmm. then um come back with information of what i need but the end, i just felt something like yeah they don't get it, huh? Yeah. They don't. They gonna go with somebody else. Yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna get shelled, huh? Yeah. Like, I just started to feel it, and so um, when I came home, I did my job. I did the shows. I even found shows of my own. Put mm-hmm. shows on on my own. Okay. Um, and Empire was really a great help at that time. Okay. And they were still kind of in the beginning stages. Gazi has been amazing. Uh huh. Early on, when I um. He was one of the people there too that kind of like was in those meetings. That in those meetings, yeah. Shout out to Gazi. Big time. Yeah. And um, it just kind of started to slow down. Okay. Um, when I got home and I, you know, they were just kind of in so many words telling me like we're gonna hold off on you for a minute, mm. and I was like, well, just release me, you know. And they released me. So they didn't have a problem releasing you. Um, no, they didn't give me a hard time about it. That's um, great. Craig, I called Craig personally, and I was like, can you promise me we're going to do this? And he we're like, talking about Craig Calvin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he was like, I can't promise that right now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he, yeah, I won't say exactly what he said. But he, basically, it was just like, you know, we got to work some things out. And I don't think it's going to work Now, out nobody never talks about this, too, right? Everybody talks about, I got released, and they let me go. And I'm so happy for it, right? Yeah. But is there a is there is there a like doubt in that moment too? Because you're like, why the fuck is he so willing to let me go? Like, mm-hmm. am I not the one? Mm-hmm. I, I wrote a long email to him the night before I called him, and I was just like, I need you to believe. Like the day you signed me, I, I can do this. This is what I want. Like, okay. please. and I think when I first stepped into that building in the beginning, I didn't step in right. I stepped in like, help me, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I just stepped in like, you signed me, let's go. Let's go. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I just didn't want to lose the moment, so I was playing nice. You know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, when we got to that point, 
Um, I called him the next day and he's like, I got your email and I get it. And he was like, you know, I understand if you have another big record or, or something that you feel like, like call me, um, but I, I'll let you go. And um, it was kind of a thing like I did hope for him to be like, well, let's just see. Yeah, let's right. let's, let's or, work on this. Yeah, and then it's like, well, <clears throat> I've heard situations where people will leave you in and um, in a deal and still not do nothing. So he right. did that. Right, right. Um, but so I just took the moment. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And, you know, things got a little bit interesting here at home. Yeah. Um, but I fought through and I'm, you know, still fighting through. And I think I developed a lot of, I started to not trust people. I started to isolate myself all oh, big time. Like yeah. I just go and just be in my mind on my phone. I'm yeah. not coming outside. Yeah. Like, I felt embarrassed. I mm-hmm. felt hurt. Um, but, and I just started to put it in the music and that was like the birth of like going into the five eighties and the nine eighties and just. You know, now, now, like, like you, 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 we sitting here smoking weed, right? They are. We are, right? <laughs> you don't smoke. That that was about to be my point. You don't smoke, right? Because for me, I'm an artist too, right? So, uh, as a person that's being a creative, that sounds like some shit I would have came up with. High, like, oh, I'm not. That's, actually, I have a song called Eight Eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and but what I'm saying is. How do you come up with like what's the inspiration now? Or is it like I'm home? Yeah. Let me let me rewind before I even get there. Let me rewind before I even get there. Okay. Dealing with Julie Greenwald, Craig Calman, or you Craig had to let you go, right? Mm-hmm. When they signed you, was there a big advance from the label? Did they or did they did they give you, you like a, I'm not answering that? Okay. No. Only <laughs> reason I'm asking, right? Because I'm like, if they spent a lot of money. <laughs> Right, they letting their money go because sometimes that's yes, like I'm fuck sure that. It's more, it's more to it. Like you yeah. gonna write some songs for somebody or something. Yeah. You gonna give us something back. But but what I, why, why I'm asking that is because like if if we know the way the music industry go right now, right? We see the tech nines of the world. We see the um, I'm, I, I can't think of everybody right now, but the independent artists that do so yes. great. Chance, uh, I think Russ. Right, uh, people that's independent. Mm-hmm. I know they got little boosters now because it's a business, right? Okay, but they not technically signed. They their own bosses, right? Mm-hmm. If a label signs you and lets you go, I'm talking about a person coming out the hood, right? Mm-hmm. Could be working at IKEA, could be working retail wherever, right? Somebody gives you 150, 250 thousand, or whatever, right? You as a woman, I believe personally, it costs a lot to live as a woman. Right, you got to be safe all the time. You got to be, you know, what I'm saying. So we talking about, you know, it's a lot that goes into a woman artist. Gotta look good. Gotta look good for sure. Right. I've seen and heard about situations where people was able to get signed, Mm -hmm. tuck away some of the money, and when it got bad, they ran away and used that as a reboot. So when I asked you about the advance, I'm asking you like, you actually. Well, you went back to mom's house, so I'm saying you you yeah. you spent your money on your career still. There was like no, yes. I, I'm I'm doing this for the average fan, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. family member, anybody yeah, to I'm understand. Like, that, like went and like just bought the whip. I've been trying to get. My yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just wanted to to to, to put that out there because people don't understand the music industry. Mm-hmm. Like nobody understands. If you get signed, 
Yeah, my cousin never finna buy me a house. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I can stop working now. One of us on. You know what I'm saying? I just was watching a podcast of, of some NBA players, uh, Darius Miles, Quentin Richardson, when they said they talked to J.J. Reddick and they asked him, and they was just talking in front of him. He's like, I got to pay my mom's car note and boo-boo-boo-boo. And, the, you know, he's white, J.J. Reddick. He was like, you pay your mom's bills? You see what I'm saying? They, yeah, he was like, you pay your mom's bills? Like, I don't, like, what the fuck is that? You know what? That's what I want. Yeah, we we all do because we don't we don't come from generational wealth, right? Mm -hmm. We don't we don't come from that, so we are not even at the point as a people to have the conversation. We're looking at it like I've watched my mom work, struggle, entire struggle, struggle, barely make it. I and, just don't want to see that. And anymore. you I'm also, you also know Netta Brielle, and however people want to look at it, because I'm at the point as a black man, right? And I think we should be as a race where I, I don't want to make excuses for who I am. I don't want to like the things that come with me. Great are the flaws that come with me because probably 90% of what's flawed about my community mm-hmm. comes from being taken to a foreign land and stripped of what you've been doing forever. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have living in peace and harmony taken somewhere and then have these rules after you're quote unquote free that leave you marginalized right. and we do things as a result of right so I don't want to make an excuse for who I am yeah. like this is what you know like how you telling your story that's your cloth yeah. that's who you are right so I just I, I really wanted to make that point of you know like the money I didn't do anything crazy yeah okay um it was a little. I moved to Atlanta. Yeah, that's not crazy. It's, you crazy. Yeah, it's you crazy for being here right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm but. saying you you crazy. Leave it up to everybody else. You crazy right now for living here. This shit is out of control. Oh you know what I'm saying like what? people ask me how you right. do it. Yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to go there, but I got to go back to 980, yeah. right? So wait, was that first or five? Um. 580 was first. 580 was first. But um, it was what you were basically getting ready to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the idea of me coming back home. Mm-hmm. The idea that the Bay Area will always be the core of who I am. I love where I'm from. Um, me being at home and not knowing what to do, not wanting to sit in my mom's house and right. just hop in my car and right. drive. Right. And um, a lot of things were happening at that time. My grandmother had gotten much sicker. And then... Um, my sister that I, my god sister that I told you about that I met at Far West passed away uh, in West Oakland. She mm. was, um, they started shooting. It had nothing to do with her, and she was just covering her kids. Oh, that was her. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, that's 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 that, that, yeah. Listen, that's one situation. I mean, rest in oh. peace to her, but that's one situation. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. that shit had me sick. Yeah, you hear about shit? That was yeah. just that was crazy. Yeah, sorry about that. Though. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. And, um, Jack, that had happened in that that time period. Okay. So I was looking at it like, was I supposed to come back home because I needed to be here at this moment, mm. or am I coming back home and am I gonna be next? Like right, my, right. my mind just went right. And um, I, the only thing that I felt that was the most therapeutic was to just get in my car, the only thing I owned, and just drive, and mm-hmm. I would just be up and down five eighty crying, listening Damn. to music, talking to myself, wow. just trying to figure out what was gonna be next. And um, I'm a big Chris Brown fan. Okay. And um, at the time, I guess I, guess I stole this from him. I hope. I, I'm a big Chris Brown fan. But anyway, <laughs> he had this, you got me doing one on one on one on one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, okay, he's on a, I'm on fire. Okay. Yeah. Like, and I just started to kind of um, make everything make sense. Who I was just was all connected to 
me just driving um, without um, a destination, just going and not understanding what was going on and wanting to be like maybe in a relationship and wishing there was a guy who understood my kind of lifestyle, mm-hmm. thinking that I might have found that guy and maybe they're not into me. And mm-hmm. It was just so many different layers and I just kind of like compounded all into that project. Yeah. And um, Empire helped me put it out. That's dope. That's dope. I, uh, I, I immediately, you know, could relate because, like, I escaped a lot of my pain, actually, um, by having a car. Having cars young, like, for me, was a thing because I would just go and I would drive. Like, I would actually do, you know, 580, 980, come around, go 680, come back. And, like, that was like a, a, a tour for me. I would just go do that real quick yeah. just to get my mind off of shit. Yeah. Young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I could really feel I that. I could, I could really feel that. Me and a lot of my friends did that, actually, just to escape, you know what I'm saying, what was going on in everyday life. So, um, so of course, I, I, I assume that that was real therapeutic for you, like getting that off. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah for one, I, I couldn't believe I did it. Like, I couldn't believe I ended up somehow getting the project out on my own. Right. After leaving what I thought was going to be the biggest dream of my life. Yeah. And now I'm like, you know, so, um, you know, some good moments, but it, it was a tough time. Mm-hmm. Did you link up with uh, Empire to get that out since you um, felt everything was washed away? Yeah. Well, back at ground zero, how'd you get that jump? So Gazi um, was connected to Atlantic and he had a great relationship with Craig and he would be one of those people in those meetings fighting for me because he came from the Bay Area and he knew how hard I worked and I'll always appreciate him for that. And um, so when I came back, he was like, whatever you need. He was the reason that I didn't have to get a job so quick. Mm. I was still struggling. Okay. But he would be like, come do this hook right quick. I got mm. I got a work for you to do right quick. Mm. Just come sing my boo right quick. Mm. And I was like, my boo? Like, that's he's like, just come sing it. Yeah. And he's, see, I got a check after that. And wow. Was like, Those are things that I remember because I have shit. Damn. That's know. love, man. <laughs> Shout out to guys. And um, those are things that um, I don't even know if I've ever really talked to him about how him and how him and uh, Nima, Nima yeah. really kind of helped me in that. Shout time. out to Gazi and Nima. Yeah, yeah that's, that's big time, man. It's a big time for me now. He answered yeah. my phone call now. <laughs> That's all right, because I'm going to tell right. you just like this. The way us, I'm going to call on everybody I know, everybody that see this, everybody that can possibly hear this. Let me tell you something. I mean, I'm skipping ahead, but wifey at home. I need help with that. Man, ev- I need help. listen. I don't, I don't have a machine. I don't have management. I don't have, I'm just kind of doing this. Man, listen to me. So. That song, I've been listening. I am a music fan. I am a critic. I am a... It's some shit that's just not going to... I listen to that song. I don't know whose story it is, Netta. <laughs> but it's real. It's real. You got... It's a lot of people's story. It's crazy. I have people hitting me up like, girl. Man. Um, it's definitely been my story, too, to some degree. Yeah. yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit is real. Like, we got to right. talk about that, man. Yeah. But, um, so, like... So, like, when you doing... What was your second? So, are you calling these mixtapes? Are you calling these projects? What do you call projects. them? I don't feel like I've done an album yet. People be like, I like the 580 album, but I don't call it an album. I feel like I don't have um, all the things I need yet to have something that big. But, you know, the crazy thing is a lot of the songs that I did at Atlantic were incredible. 
that they have. I was going to ask you that. Did anything, nothing transferred over? No ideas? I got to use some of the songs that I um, did to get the deal. Okay. Yeah. But like the song, like the ones I love when I got to work with people that I only dreamed of working with, like Brian Michael Cox, (sighs) you know, all these um, people that I put on my vision board. Yeah, I didn't get to use them, but you know, I guess. So who get to control that stuff? I don't. It ain't mine. Mm. Somebody gonna come up singing your song one day. You'll like, be like, "Oh, you should just sneak it on SoundCloud." I'm like, "I don't need no more problems." No, nah, I don't need no drama though. <laughs> I don't need no more problems. But uh, we, I think, I think, I think, and I think honestly, like you know, you know, the way that we uh, give content to our fans yeah. can can change the narrative like you know uh, that's what i respect the soundcloud rap generation for like one thing that they did was they took matters into their own hands you know what i'm saying they didn't worry about every particular and getting money off of every particular or staying within the realm of the system to operate they went outside like so what i like is i'm gonna tell you just from a fan's perspective what i like what i would like is Something you know, intimate. Some with a sit-down interview with you like this, a documentary maybe mm-hmm. even where you go even. I mean, however far you willing to go into your own self and let people see you and explain those same things. But then remember MTV Unplugged when that came, mm-hmm. like give a one night only like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, very mm-hmm. special guests, people that's you know like yo people that advocate you, yeah. you know, and sit there and watch you pour your heart out. You know what I'm saying? Because that's I guess as a fan what I would want to see. You know what I'm saying? Give it all to me. Like, I always wanted to know the backstory before I even knew much about writers. Yeah. Uh, what Mary was going through because she oh. sung the shit out of them songs. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody wants to see Happy Mary. That's just been a Everybody known fact. You know what I'm saying? Mary. We loved her pain. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I can see... I went to her show here and where, where was that? Conquer. Oh, okay. Conquer. It? it was Conquer. And she was... I was like, how the fuck can she do this every night? This every got to be emotionally draining. But it's probably so, like, releasing. Is like, it therapeutic? Yes. I'm telling you, like, them them shows where you didn't damn near cry yeah. on stage and you didn't gave every piece of, like, you're releasing this stuff that you're probably holding mm. in otherwise because you might have to put a smile on or you might yeah. cry anybody mm. who needs help. And so you don't want who got to be there, and you can't release. It's that time where you get to just release everything. Maybe right. it could get draining right. if you're doing it like several nights in a row. But for me, like my greatest high comes from being on stage and connecting with people and letting go and being completely out of my head and just going in. Like so, I could see that to be like relaxing to some degree. So you got immediate inspiration to do. 980 after 580? Actually, Gazi came up with 980. He was like, you should do 980 next. But 880 came after 580. You must have moved. Was you riding on, on 980? Well, 980 is, uh, no, you're in the same area. Like, yeah, that's like going right to, here. Yeah, 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 it's the same girl. shit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that was basically, I combined both albums. Okay. And then I added a few different things. Okay. But that was just me kind of like cheating because I couldn't afford to just keep going to the studio doing hella songs. Right. So I was like, how can I bring all these together? And that's kind of what brought on 980. Um, but before that, it was 580. Then it was 880. Then I brought them together. By the time 880 came out was when my grandmother passed. So a lot of that was... So, yeah. but three times crazy was on what? 
I didn't brought three times crazy with me everywhere. I was everywhere. probably on all three. All of them, huh? That's the shit, though. And, I, and and just to go into that, what made you pick that? Or, or so that is that tracks or polo? So tracks sent me polo. Tracks sent me like his original. Um, he just redid it. He did his version. Okay. And um, I liked it, and I gave it to Yancey, and he was like, "Oh, we could do this." Um, I want to get Pilo too. Okay. And I was like, okay. I, at that time, I wasn't so familiar with Pilo. Okay. Um, and so that was all him. But I just wanted to make sure whatever we did, if there was going to be something that was like Bay Area inspired, tracks has to come with me. Okay. I had to fight for that. Um, and so that was it. But it was it started with tracks originally. I'm trying to think. I, when I'm listening to that song in my head right now. I hear both of them. Right? Yeah, it was it was a, but that now that part wasn't my idea. That wasn't um, your idea. That, to bring them together. But yeah. I love that because they were like, you need something like this. You need a loyal. Yeah. Loyal. I'm yeah. like, loyal Bay Area. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I was like, well, I have to I don't I'm not gonna be that girl to come out with something and I'm from here and we right. didn't had Right. To, I, no. And so I really had to fight for that. I think that was probably the beginning of them being like, Oh, she she was a difficult. Yeah, she, I was like, I, I have to have that. Right. Um I was happy I did that. It's a proud moment for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um Is that your biggest song today? Yeah. We going for wife at home right now though. That's going I, three times. That's good. We going to the Grammys. We going to I'm telling you right now, Netta, when it goes platinum, I want my commemorative plaque <laughs> so I can hang up. See, this is the thing though, I don't have like a machine, so I don't well, you got a new, you got some new members. You got some new members. Whatever we can do, we part of this. We part of this machine. This. So when are you gonna shoot? When, you shooting a video? I'm gonna shoot a video. I'm probably like at the end of December, early January. Please let me have my input now. Okay. Okay. So this it, it has to be. Um. Thin line between love and hate. Oh shit. <laughs> and uh, what's the other one with the uh, not gonna cry? Uh, Way next hell. Way next hell. Thin line and one more love story. It has to be all those elements. Listen, me? the cinematography on this video. We gonna get. I'm calling it now. Whoever I don't know who you deal with, but the best guy. We might have to call my man Todd's man. You know what I'm saying? Ty's coming, man. We we didn't told him, man. Like, cause this is one thing we talked about when Ty's was here. Mm-hmm. You know how they say, uh, I don't I don't even know who I'm thinking of, but whoever had these dreams and visions, right? I I literally have this vision of all the movers and shakers, the doers and the sayers from this area being at one place at one time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. I'm just saying, though, could you have, no, I'm just saying, not even necessarily for you. I'm talking about for us. If we all was in one place at one time, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't even be having this conversation with you about how do we push this. It would just be going through the system. Coach is working with Gucci. Gucci was like a recruitment process. He pulling up Thug, Young Scooter, all these guys, Migos, then coaching them, fine-tuning them. Then they going off to be these millionaires on their own and pulling up other people. That's how it has to be. Yeah. That's what we have to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's, I'm, one, that's one thing I love about Atlanta. Atlanta. I knew you was going to say that. That's one thing I love about them, just their ability to come together regardless and um, so many different like pockets of greatness. 
Greatness. Of music. Greatness. Um, what do we have to do in the bay to get that? I do not ask Man, listen, man. First of all, first of all, we gotta get over. We gotta give. We gotta get over petty beefs, like right, and uh, all this. I don't like this person and that, and appreciate somebody for their greatness, like you said. Appreciate people. People gonna have disagreements, but like we, we like come from a hyper violent place. You know what I'm saying? Like, rest in peace to them young folks that died in Orinda. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, God bless their families. But it's shit like that. Like, we are hyper-violent, like, for no reason. I don't know what that come from. Plus, this place that we call Atlanta is surrounded by people that migrate there, come from those colleges. People come from culture. You know, like, when I just was at Afrotech, you performed an a event for Afrotech, um, right? I did something at, uh, what's that? What's it called? No, it's like the small club on um, Telegraph, like kind of by Make Weston. Oh, um, oh, okay. Doors down. Okay, I don't I, know the name of. I it. forgot. Somar. 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 So, um, but what the reason I brought that up is because the people that was in town. Yeah. Like I actually was standing up there talking to Mr. Fab when we looked out, and I was like, "Man, it's been oh, a Mr. Fab too. Mr. Yeah. Fab too. He's he's held me down. Yeah. yeah, it's been a shout out to Fab, man. Yeah. It's been a yeah, long man. fucking time since I've seen. A room full of people dancing. Hmm. I'm saying dancing. Like, like usually you in a club, there's some arms folded, there's some bottles, there's yeah. some, you know what I'm saying? It's the shit. People was dancing. Like, everybody. Like, swag surfing and they the whole crowd. Mm. I was like, this shit is nuts. Like, I'm kind of jealous. I haven't had this much fun well, you know, in a long time. Different. Oakland is different. <laughs> Oakland is different. Mm. So, it's a, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that was cool. cool. I love seeing people have fun. Yeah, I couldn't believe but, it. I couldn't. Yeah. It's a little different. But our young folks, right? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. We like yeah. to, it's like, yeah. I'd rather the fun than the killing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's dope, too. I'm yeah. learning a lot from, like, the younger um, the younger cats. Because yeah. it's like, just enjoy. Just enjoy it. Just do it. Stop overthinking. Just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not necessarily, that wasn't really my way of thinking early on. It was like, what's next? What I got to do to get on? Ugh, I'm irritated because I'm not there yet. I need to go to school. I need to, like, not really living in the moment. Right. That would be right. my thing. Who is your some of your favorite people to collaborate with um, in, in 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 any form of the art, right? Um, whether it's writing, dancing. Uh, I seen one of my uh, daughter's uh, dance teachers in your video. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Paula? yeah, Paula. Yeah, yeah. My my daughter. Her. Yeah, she taught me. She's good, right? She taught my daughter a lot of shit and how to dance, right? So, who are your some of your other um, artists that you love to collaborate with? Like your favorite dancers, your yeah. favorite writers, or uh, R and B acts? You can you come that from yeah, yeah rappers or whatever. Yeah. Well, specifically with that video, three times crazy. That video and a video I did a long time ago called Tonight, those were my two uh, favorite videos because we had a lot of fun and we did a lot of choreo. And uh, my best friend is the one who uh, kind of like is the brainchild behind the style of dancing we did and the locations for it and bringing in specific kinds of dancers. And I always um, admire like my friends and people that I keep around that can do a lot of different things. Okay. And um, so it's always been so fun to kind of like come up with people I grew up with and be creative with them. Um, in the studio, I don't like the studio. Everybody knows it, but I know I got to get it done. Right. So I like to get in and out. Okay. I want to get it done. They'd be like, oh, I know it's hot in there. Come out while we... Uh-uh. Let yeah. me finish, finish this. Finish yeah. And then you can do whatever you want to do. I'm going to be out. Right. Um, but I always say, um, when I moved to Atlanta was when I learned um, 
the key things that I needed to know about reporting. Okay. And using my voice the right way. Okay. I had this strain that I thought was wrong, and I would not really necessarily use it. And when I moved to Atlanta, it was somebody there was like, that's going to be your superpower. That's the thing you right. need to use. That's going to make you step aside from, you know, why do you like Jasmine Turner? Why do you like Mary? Why do you right. like Tina Turner? It's because they have that thing. Why would you not use yours? And so um, I kind of learned that idea there. Um, and then I met um, a lot of good friends in Atlanta. One of my best friends, was, she's from there. We did a lot of writing together. Okay. Um, I just like to work with people that I connect with and that I can learn something from. Yeah. And um, that's kind of like been my process. I did go into this thing where I kind of started to isolate myself because it start, this stuff had just became so much. So I've been breaking out of it. Okay. Um, and so I feel like wifey at home is going to be that run to get me Man, back. wifey at home. <laughs> we going to the Grammys. Corn, I'm dressing up, man. You know what I'm saying? Tuxedo up. Yeah, man. We ain't going to be able to contact her then. Though. She gonna That's be... another thing, too, I want to say. Um, even getting, like, radio play on that at uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love them. Like, man. They have to do that. Let me tell you something, though. Now that they don't got no choice. I'm going there, man. I'm cocky with this shit right now. That shit is fire. Like, if you're going to play that shit, because I'm seeing, listen, I know when the trends is coming. Yeah. We, we They Afro beats right now. I'm telling you what I'm telling you. Like, when Fabulous did it, I was like, oh, shit. He, he, he did choosy. Like, right? I'm like, I'm listening to these beats. We like, you know what I'm saying? It's the 400th year uh-huh. since the first ship left. Okay. So the president of Ghana is inviting us back for New Year's. Yeah. Y'all, we should all go. We should promote your record there. Look, boom. There it go. I love that. <laughs> you know how Kanye got Donda's house and then all them creatives like Virgil and everybody in there? That's me. That's us. We're right here in the room. I'm telling you. We're going to Ghana yeah. for I New Year's and we're going to perform in Ghana and Nigeria. That would be insane. Because um, you like that? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. There's a radio station out there that actually plays my music. Really? They need that radio. Is it, what is it? Um, Legos? Lagos. Lagos, yeah, yeah, Lagos. We need to they go need there. Weapon. We need to go if for I New Year's. There, I, that would be. And he said yeah, he yeah. giving us thirty percent off. The president, he said, all my brothers come oh, back home. He said it. Let's <laughs> take him up on that offer. We going. That's it. I'm, matter of fact, we gonna get. Matter of fact, we gonna get some sponsorship and funding. So look, what do we have to do to actually promote this record? What we gotta do? We, I think it's something extreme like that, and we make a documentary out of it. We make. I'm calling Gazi. It gotta be. Yeah, Gazi won't answer my calls. <laughs> yeah, so we gotta do that. He's been so dope to me, I can't even be mad. But he don't answer my calls. Furious answer my calls, but he can't get to the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need the shit. I'm not gonna lie, cause it's a big record, man. If 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 people, y'all gotta pay attention. I'm not the only one. I'm not a fool. I know. And the reason I'm saying that about Camille, cause they gotta play it. If you're gonna play somebody from home, you're gonna support people from home. Well, like, you know what? The, the reason that is is so. There's been a lot of people that you know. When I came back, or I no longer had a deal, like then I was no longer important. Oh yeah. Or I was no longer of I I couldn't help anybody in any yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I was treated like I was invisible. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. come to this show. We only got about X amount for the movie. yeah. But the fact that Von Shay Lex DC, all of them there, like oh, I like this. I'm a player. Yeah. That it means so much to me because I know what it feels like for me to people to treat me like I'm nothing. Yeah. Because something changed. Yeah. Right. And um. 
That was just big for me. Yeah. That was big. Now, now I'm tired of playing tag and rundown and shooting 21 and throwing <laughs> you passes. Right now, we at the point on um, 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 Love and Basketball when he okay. pushed her on the grass, right? Oh, okay. That's where we at right okay. now, right? So, what is Netta's love life like? How does that work? And how does that work into your career as a woman because I'm always interested like I got a daughter so so I'll be trying to tell I want to give her the game like I want to tell her see to me you cool as a motherfucker in the room right now right so I want to teach her how to be cool as a motherfucker at all times like don't never play yourself you know what I'm saying don't never be this don't never be that just be smooth right so how, how, how is that and how is dating or how is your love life a heart of that? I don't, I don't be in, in your business, but I mean, like, how does that work as you being an artist? I know how it worked for the girl at Ikea or the girl at Nordstrom <laughs> that the nigga want to bring the clothes back and all that. I know how it worked for her. <laughs> I don't know how it worked for the R&B Damn, sensation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I just had to be I've definitely been the girl that didn't get it and thought this was it and it really wasn't. Right. And I've had to learn that thing time and time again. And you know how you, you're going to go through the same thing over and over until you learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I would always come from a place of like, I know my heart and I know how I am. So if somebody is showing me that this is who they are and this is what I'm attracting, then this must be who they are, right? Right. And then I find out that, you know, it ain't. It ain't. What it is. Um, and I think it's just been like going through experiences and either learning from them and not learning or not learning from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has put me in a place where I am kind of afraid to fall in love. I do think that that is kind of too good to be true. Mm-hmm. I am kind of traumatized mm-hmm. by like relationships and men because I don't really know what to believe. And right. then you have this perception of who I am and then you get to know me and I'm cool and I am like the girl that work at Ikea and I right, am like right, the girl. Right. And then I get played because right. I'm like understanding. I see the potential. Like, you know right, what I mean? Like, right. um, there's nothing working with, wrong with working at Ikea. No, no, nothing wrong with <laughs> No, I, and okay. the reason I said that is because when you put yourself on, in, in the public's eye, right? Yeah, it's like, um, I, I seen Netta blowing her nose. Yeah. Like, oh, she went to the bathroom twice. Like, like she must be pregnant. Like, what? Like, come right. on. They don't let you live. That's real. That's real. Like, they don't let you live. It's always something. So, yeah. I, I was when I asked you that, like, of course, there's nothing wrong with working at Ikea. And uh, there's nothing wrong with going to college and all that. But I don't promote none of that. I promote entrepreneurship. I just want all the kids to know. I, listen, sell something. Listen, if I, if I had it to do again, I probably wouldn't go to college. Yeah. Um. It sounds crazy because we train. I don't sound even wild to say. It's not wild. But I say you need to have a plan and a goal Mm -hmm. and something of like importance and, you know, have a, it has to be a solid plan if you decide to not. I'm only saying that because I I still pay college loans. It's crazy. And I'm not even using my. I say I say because I always I don't promote college with kids now because of the way that the world has turned right. Yeah, we good. are a, a, a producing and consuming society. We are a capitalistic society. Mm-hmm. If you start up a sneaker business right now, you are more likely to succeed than going somewhere and throwing boxes. Just being honest, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it's a more of a buy sell trade type of economy than it is like 
you know, whatever. I don't want to go that deep into it, but I'm just promoting entrepreneurship. If you feel like there's something that you're good at that you can sell people, always do that. And you can do your nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Most people who got uh, college degrees don't even work in the same field that they got to degree. You need to go to school for what you're going to do. Like, if you're going to be a doctor, go. If you're going to be a lawyer, go. People get these BAs and all that. Yeah, like, like, hey, man, don't go... Don't don't go take criminal justice, and you ain't because you don't need that to be a cop. You're not gonna be a lawyer. You're not gonna right. be a pro- because when you go to school, you know the the, the, the upperclassmen got the easiest shit to tell you to take. Like take this, this, this. Yeah. That's the people that parents forced them to go to school, or they thought it was the right thing. Yeah. Getting out of their situation. I'm about to go grab this debt real quick, and I'll be back in four years broke. But uh, anyway, so so as far as the love life, what would you advise? And because I'm, I'm not getting your, oh. I'm not getting your advice. A little bit for kids and young women that aren't in the business, but mostly for women that's in the business. Because I always feel like you can be attached to or associated with, like without even nothing going on. If you go have a business lunch with somebody, <laughs> Netta's dating such and such. You know, like this happens. So how do you, how do you move and shake? Like that, especially in a room full of like men, and a lot of them are hounds or whatever. And I'm sure that that they be on you. But how do you move in a business? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I made my mistakes early on. I learned from quick. Okay. And I just kind of like didn't let it. think now right now like I'm just so like focused on the goal yeah. like I want money right. I want to make impact right. I want people to love my music right. I want to give back like I want um, to make a statement in everything that I do and I'm not gonna let any man come in between that I think that's probably always been what it was for me you know you fall in love or you have a relationship you have a boyfriend it doesn't work out but I think not to necessarily put it always on someone else or another guy or whatever. Um, I know for me, my first love and my first is always going to be my music. Mm-hmm. So me being a girlfriend or a wife, I don't even know if I would know how to fully do it, especially with this just being my everything, um, finding the balance in that. Um, and it's so crazy because I grew up with a lot of boys and so I do know the game but then I also will like fall for somebody and right. really buy into them right. and get played mm. and um, you know I've, I've been working on that and I've learned from it but it, it kind of scares me if I like somebody yeah. like, I get kind of nervous like let me find a reason not to because yeah. I, was, I don't be wanting to feel listen, that I swear yeah, to I you I that. swear to you I was about to say that <laughs> I was about to ask you do you find yourself blocking your blessings yes <laughs> yep I was about to ask you that. Yeah, and then also being hard on myself and like not being where I want to be yet. So I'd be like, well, how could somebody want to deal with me? Yeah, I'm not, my stuff's not together yet. You right. know what I'm saying? So I would have like all those right. thoughts as well. Right. And like, even with the wife at home record, just like people would be like, well, why wouldn't you want to say something to the girl? Why wouldn't you want to bust this guy out or whatever? But I have many reasons why I wouldn't. But one of them would be, I'm hurt. I don't even want to put this hurt on you. Right. Like, let me just go, let me go hurt over here and get over it. Right. But I don't even want to be the one to come and tell you mm-hmm. that, and now you're in pain. I don't want you to feel happy with what I'm feeling. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? And yes. so, um, I felt I'm like that. Of the idea of heartbreak. I don't be wanting that. I got that from that I record. Be that. I, I yeah. also got from that record, um, 
I got some. I felt like you wrote it. I felt like there was some truth in the record, and I also felt that there was like more to it. I felt like that shit was like a soap opera. Like mm-hmm. I felt like it was more like you know, like I let you get away with some shit too, though. Like yeah. there was a point where I knew, and I was like, "Damn, I'm already here." Fuck. You know what I mean? And do I want to start over? Do I want to disturb my peace? Because when you're around me, this shit is lit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you gone and I know it's like, ah, I get it now. You used to be acting funny. You would do this type of shit. Oh, I ain't seen you in a minute. At this time, it's always this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, um... It's the biggest record in America, Corn. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, and then, you know, my Quite schedule different. isn't always, like, the same thing every day. Right. So, I got to be over here doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mm-hmm. don't even know what's mm-hmm. happening. And I went through this phase of, like, I'm, I'm just going to get to know somebody. I'm not going to look on their social. Right, I'm right, not gonna right. I'm going to search them and right. do all this stuff. And the, the times I needed to do that, I didn't. And I was pleasantly surprised. Damn. But, you know, I'm not the girl that's going to necessarily show up at your house. Get yeah. You on blast, right, call right. Call your girl. Call you. I can't. For one, I don't want you to be like, well, yeah, Netta. You know Netta? Yeah, Netta. Yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, Netta, you let me tell you something. <laughs> you move with way too much finesse and swag to even be on that. Like, you way too cool. Like, I would hate to see, I would hate to see that. I'd be like, Netta, yeah. girl, let's do trip. I, I, I tell you to just, like, you know, I, I'll be moms in that situation. Man, shake that shit off, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'll be like, man, you like, know. I, I definitely be hurt, and I definitely go back and try to, like, evaluate my own behavior and be like, well, what did I miss? Right. Were you yeah. just so into this that you missed that there was something weird about this? But, like, yeah, I would never sit up here and go back and forth with you know, I try to put. I try to tell you know, women all the time to, because I, I love talking to women and I love hearing their stories, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I like to give women my input on men, right? Yeah. And there's different dynamics to men, and we mature much slower, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as dealing with women, like like much slower. It's mm-hmm. always your ex or somebody going to come back and like, I wish I would have just fucked with you because, oh, man, oh, this God. happened and this happened and she got me like this now. You like, nigga, too late. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? This ain't, you know what I'm saying? But that happens. That's that's yes. who we are. Like, we, we just wired totally different. You know what I'm saying? We like, we like wired. To- we don't see the seriousness and we might love somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And a man can be too afraid to just tell you like, look, this is what's going on with me. You know what I'm saying? And I got this. You probably it probably could have ended a different type of way oh on a different I type of time. It. You see what I'm saying? Like but- there's I mean there was one guy who um it, it just always stuck with me that was honest from the beginning. That was okay. just like I ain't yeah. I ain't shit. Like, yeah. I'm not cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Wanna always appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, I, let it, I mean I was like, okay, now I know it's right. gonna be gone and blaze right. over this. Right, right, right. But the fact that that was like in the beginning so I can know it's more dangerous to meet somebody who is just like the perfect knight in yeah. shining armor yeah that's like crazy and just like that's oh, crazy and ends up being like I don't know you might be psychotic yeah nigga how many bodies you got <laughs> where you got them people buried at <laughs> I, I don't even know what you're capable of so yeah. I'm not even gonna make yeah. this any more dramatic than what it is yeah. Yeah. I've seen too many lifetime yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gone or he like, ghost yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might be ghost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm you know, oh, okay. But that, okay. that's crazy. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I was going to say this, too. You know, like, and we don't, as men, 
it's the it's the different connection on the emotional level, right? Okay. So there's the emotional thing, and there's the thing like when I I love to hear women say, "Well, shit, I was just having fun. I was doing what I wanted to do with him because I personally don't believe that can really last just because of the way God made you. Like God gave you the nurturing shit, the emotional shit, like and didn't wire men the same way. Although we can be right, they got to tap into that. But mm-hmm. I feel like when a man and a woman, when a woman is intimate with a man. Mm-hmm whether she's just doing it casually or whatever, eventually it's going to be like, a, uh, it's going the gaze is going to come. You know what I'm saying? So what, what are we? What, yeah, so what? <laughs> look at the way, oh, he brought me some fish. Like, it's just going to be whatever, you know what I mean? Everything, Everything is going to be special, right? But men just be like, man, I'll just be fucking with her. She hella cool. We just, I just go to her house. We watch Netflix. She give me some. She don't ask me no questions. I just cut. That's how we think, like men. like, And I'm talking about 50-year-old men. I know, Jesus. This shit is like, Crazy. like you know what I'm saying? So until you tap into that, you will never know. Like, yeah. a man will never know. So I, excuse me, ladies, for all mankind, give <laughs> us a pass. Like, I know you hurt, but men is just like, don't mean they don't love you. You know, so. We all know what we're doing. I, I, I'm <laughs> asking as a personal request, as a fan, that we get more music like that. Not necessarily about the same content. But I don't know what it is about. The song for, for the subject matter, of course, is great. But just... I just that to me that's an amazing song and I love Three Times Crazy so the fun I mean the mix of it actually just to be honest with you the way the industry is set up now look at Tiger single 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 put it on one project got a multi-platinum project through Empire (laughs) before the deal you know what I'm saying that he just got so that's the way the music industry is set up now I'm having to um find my way through that yeah um, and I think I'm kind of in that transition of trying to catch up yeah I'm you had a team yeah, yeah. Or, but even just also like um give us more give us more like what else you got that's cool what else you got what else you got but when I'm I come from that whole like here's a full album going to eat off of this for four years that's how that's how you yeah yeah yep. you know what I'm saying yep. like and um you know it's just different now it's hard it's hard it's you gotta now. give them that you got to give them content yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Content, yeah. yeah. It, even if it's just in vlogs and shit. Like, people want to follow you. They want to go into your life like, oh, that's her style. Mm-hmm. I like that. She's, It'll you know what I mean? MCU. It just, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just talking about that, too. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's key. Um, but I've always not quite found my footing when it comes to that because I was, like, I felt taught by like the Janets and the Michaels and how like being mystique was the, the star power and you coming out and you killing it and you being everything an artist is. And then you go back and now we don't really see you. And when we see you, it's, it, yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I was raised on that idea and, um, to now give all yourself. And I seen, actually I was watching like an Amarion interview the other day uh-huh. and he was saying something. I was like, Oh, I get that. Whereas like to give everything was wrong. When we, when I was right, know, right, first coming right, out, when he right. first came out, you're not supposed to do that. Right. But now it's like, it's the give thing. us everything. Yeah. I'm like, but I was trained to do it this way. And I'm also kind of private. So how do I show you what I was showing you too much without right. looking like I'm forcing it right. and without being uncomfortable with it myself? Uh-huh. So finding the balance is kind of where I'm at mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then that's the thing. And I feel like the importance of platforms like we have, we've been sitting here having a conversation with now our friend and we talking about shit for me. It's therapeutic for you. It's therapeutic. It's good to talk about these things because these are things that you can do even on your own before a show, you know, before your prayer circle, talking to a friend, you know, something intimate. It's almost like you have to forget 
that you are being filmed or you are or people are watching you because people give away their own private business for free. Right, mm-hmm. some shit that, like your mama said, you don't talk about what's going on outside this house. That shit happened now. Look at this nigga in here on my mama and nothing. Now we, it's viral now. Because yeah. she might have said something in her uh, in her vernacular or how she talk or how she speak. You know how they make fun of anything. Like they catch anything and make it a meme, mm-hmm. turn it into one word, whatever. Right. right. So like 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 uh, Twenty One Savage, Issa knife. Like Issa turned to everything for that whole summer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. so. You know, in that in that in that sense, when people give away all of their own business, it's like oh, she don't show us nothing. We ain't good. You know, everybody else on love and hip hop. We we don't watch. You know what I'm saying? Somebody with less talent, somebody that may have no talent at all. It's just about giving people more. You know what I'm saying? And like, I I understand that you you a classy lady, and even if you wore that jacket, right? And they said, and that turned into something like your merch. It's that serious because if you think about it, companies did it anyway. When, when when you were into Janet Jackson, you wanted to know what was that T-shirt she was wearing oh, on Control? Yeah. What is them jeans? Mm-hmm. Is them Jordache? Do I need to wear them up high? How I, need, I need them boots. What's going on? Right. I need that hat from Rhythm, Rhythm Nation. If it was available, like, and that's... That's what I believe the culture vultures do. Not mm-hmm. speaking against anyone's brand, but then when I walk inside of... Um, Forever 21, like, I don't know nothing about that store, but I usually cut through to walk in the mall because yeah. it's got a back door, right? So, but I, I just, if I glance over and I see, I'll see some shit from, like, something like that. Like, they'll have something that Prince had, and I know how he felt about all the shit he right. dealt with, but, like, someone's licensing this shit or this look yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is a label or a company will sell it to hundreds of thousands of people, but if Netta can sell that jacket to a thousand people... If you can sell that to a thousand people, that's how we have to think. In the, in a in a bigger scheme of things, you are a brand, you are a company. Let's grow this company, this brand. It's not brand. you on a you up under an umbrella of hella use, hella hella netas. It's hella people similar to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you are your own thing. So when you went to Atlantic, part of the reason you signed was no one's like me here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now it's no one like you here. True. And you got all the access to put yourself out. So that's what I want to do. I want to be a part of that. Um, I do. Um, but not the team I feel like I would love to have to get my song on an international level. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that we should start the um Wifey at Home campaign. We need a hashtag for all the followers, all your followers, everybody listening on live, all our followers, everybody. I'm pushing for the song. I believe in the song. I believe in your talent. I believe in three times crazy. Yeah, but that but that should become a thing for everybody. People say they support you, but do you really? It costs nothing to do this shit. Right? It costs nothing. Right? So we should be supporting one another. But I wanted to ask you, um, in the future, do you do you believe in working with um, like you working with Gazi and Empire? Do all, uh, is all your shit distributed through them now? Mm-hmm. And so, because everyone everybody speak highly on them, you know, give them uh, 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 great praise, and I believe in what they're doing. I believe it's the way to tell you the truth. If you look at uh, what's his name, Triple um, X Extension. Right, his album was on Empire, and he was going through. He was one of the biggest young, young biggest artists. The young people always had their hands on the pulse of the culture. We following them. They not following us. They changing this shit. So we gotta adapt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, you said you're not used to giving people all that music. We need more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every couple of months, it's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be your singles competing with each other. Mm-hmm. 
because that's the only person you're competing with. Because right. you are the well, only you. Attention span is so short. Yeah. That yeah. They're ready to get on to the next anyway. And in the process, even if you fed them your whole project, in because I'm from I'm from where you from. Mm-hmm. I'm I want to hear skits. That's why I love YG Crack My Crazy Life. Mm-hmm. And I love Kamaya's Good Night uh, Good Night in the Ghetto because the skits, I love the music. You know I was on that album? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the skits <laughs> in between. Yes. And the way the album seamlessly flows yeah. straight it's like through. You're, it's a little book. Yeah, different exactly. I love, that. I love that shit. Because that. that's the era that we from. Mm-hmm. I th- to be honest with you, I couldn't even believe that was put together by somebody, not not saying nothing about her, but somebody that didn't have a giant in the industry, like an OG telling you to do it like that. You know what I mean? That shit is great. I feel like those are the best projects. Man, man, that shit is fire. It's just so organic and just raw and just coming from like a place of feeling. Yes. Yes, but you got to give, you got to make, albums have to be timed perfectly now. You can still give them a whole album, just got to create a bigger volume of work. So, we're going to be rooting for Netta to go to more studio sessions because she hate being in the studio. Yeah, I know I got to do it. We're going to make sure the studio got AC. Yes. So, what you got coming in the future that we can expect? We pushing this record, though. Yes. I ain't going too far. That's like the number one goal for me right now. Um. I, have a, um, I worked on a film a couple months ago. It's okay. called um, E14, and it's about sex trafficking. Mm. And um, it, it should be out at the top of the year. What what kind of role you played in this? Um, I actually play a prostitute. Mm. How was that transformation? Oh man, it was. I had to do a lot of research. Did you did you have to did you have to decompress after that? Like, I mean, like, in between, like, was it fucking you up? I would believe that's kind of hard to do. What was harder for me is, you know, because um, I had to cry and go through all these emotional stages and I needed something yeah. to make me cry. You had to draw from somewhere. Yeah, so I, um, it, my grandmother was probably, like, the first person I had to really think about or listen to songs that made me think about it. And it was very draining, but it pulled out the emotion that I felt like I needed for something that I had never done before. I've done acting. Mm-hmm. I have a degree in theater. Okay. I've never done an actual film before. Okay. And um, I had never done a role like this before in any capacity. And I didn't know a lot about it. I didn't even know how big of a deal it is still at this very moment. Right. You know, it is. Oh, shit. So it's all the research deal. I had to do was just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, yeah. But I, I wanted to challenge myself this year um, to do something that I hadn't done. And I guess this would be it. Um, yeah, mm. so right now it's being submitted to different like festivals, and I'm praying that it gets brought on by like Sundance or yeah, that'd be nice, like Chelsea or something like. I wanted to know, yeah. I wanted to know um, real quick too. In in doing that role, I always wanted to know this from an actor. Um, I don't know if I asked Karan Streets this, but uh, I wanted to know if in between drawing that emotion from your grandmother, mm-hmm. and this is a. a um, a live cut going on, so you have to do it in a certain amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. So like they not like like if we having the conversations and I'm saying something to you that makes you cry, mm-hmm. like you have to actually pull that emotion up that fast mm-hmm. and do another cut of that. Yeah. I I can't do it. I think because I had already kind of prepped myself before I went in, okay. so I was kind of already in this groggy, heavy okay. place. I had already prepped for it. Okay. So, yeah, like I had to do all, I listened to all these songs in the car that there was time, and yeah. I just get out. Okay. And um, it was very interesting. So I'm 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 a cancer. What are you? Or what is your sign? Aquarius. 
Aquarius. Aquarius, because they always say you emotional, and I don't see it. I'm like, when, nigga? I don't. And that's how y'all act. Yeah. My mom is a cancer. Okay. 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 Yes, y'all. Y'all cut deep, but y'all don't be thinking. Oh, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they say that too, man. I gotta watch that. So, so um, E one four. I gotta, I gotta check that out. Is the trailer online already? The trailer's online. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sure you can either Google it or um, look on YouTube, and I think it's um Green Eye Media. Okay. Okay. Whenever. What's your song? Oh, you too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's my nephew's birthday. We two emotional oh, niggas in here. Is you emotional? I don't know. You do say know. shit kind of raw. Maybe I can see yours and not mine. <laughs> I see people coming in here to get a haircut, and he be like, "Man, shit." Yeah. <laughs> On oh, some groggy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, um, so you got the movie coming, mm-hmm. and is 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 wifey at home? Was that the plan to have that on a full length project? It wasn't the plan, actually. You just dropping it. I just dropped it. I didn't think. Please drop more. Yeah. Yeah, please drop yeah. more. Do that because I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. I'm a fan. I love the shit. I, I want to hear more. And I don't want to play no one song out. I want to bounce back and forth. I feel you. So you got to have more than one single out. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, are you planning on working with any other artists? Like, are you, is, is there, do, do you have, does Netta have a dream artist to work with? Um, I love Usher. Usher, you said that. That'll be dope, because Usher timeless. He's timeless. Usher timeless. Usher never got old, ever. You never got the link up with Seven Street or anything like that? Um, I'm a big fan of Seven. Um, she actually came to Atlantic right after me. Damn, is that right? weeks after, yeah. I like Seven. Um, I like, um, Ty Dolla Sign. His writing is incredible to me. Oh, I like that you said Seven, too, because knowing just a little bit about her, she had those moments. I was just thinking about Seven the other day very randomly, and I don't know her personally like that, but one of her songs that came up on my playlist, and it was recent, and it was slow, uh, and I was like, damn, this is a good record. Like, why is this not? Yeah, she had those moments where she was... I wonder, I'm like, is this how people feel about me? Because I feel like this is about her right now. Like, oh, this song should have been big. Yeah, like, that's what I felt. I felt like the ball was dropped on her a few times, but also I felt like she had a whole bunch of hype initially, and then it just kind of, like, went away because she was doing a lot of what you said you didn't want to do where it was, like, complaining in public. But it was valid. You know what I mean? Like, the thing she was saying was valid by, like, not being supported. I, I remember watching a few interviews. So, like, like me, I pay attention to that because I listen to the artists. I, I think about what kind of boss or executive I would like to be. Mm-hmm. I would like to, because I, I wouldn't like to work with nobody I didn't want to see mm-hmm. go to the top. So I'm willing to exhaust any resource on this person. I'd rather take a smaller group of people, mm-hmm. one or two or three, mm-hmm. than trying to take on a, you know, just let me put out all of this shit and some stick to the wall, we rolling with that. You know what I mean? So, but, uh, I think a lot of stuff is yeah, they do that. Yeah, they microwave shit. So, like, uh, we getting any shows anytime soon? Please do the one night only. Let's talk about you know, it. I've done it. I'm going to get on your nerves. I've done it. Okay. But I think, um, just having the platform, I need a bigger platform. Yes. And I, you know, just need more, um, I guess I need a machine to get the word out more. Yeah. I've done one of those, yeah. um, but I would be down to do another. I didn't think that that would be as cool as it was. I'm like, who wants to listen to somebody talking, saying, and talking, saying? Yeah. But people seem to like really enjoy it. They, so, they love um, it. I would be down to do that, especially since I'm in a place now where I'm 
I'm not so triggered when I talk about, you know, mm-hmm. my, mm-hmm. the things I've experienced mm-hmm. in my life and stuff. And I know that it's important for people to buy into that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Good content. So I'm down. So wifey at home is going to have, it's going to be, listen, when you shooting at? Um, top of January. Top of January. So it's going to be the best video of 2020. That's claiming. The song is going to be nominated for a whole bunch of awards. That's <laughs> claiming. First of all. We're going to be the black people that dress up to go to the BT Awards. Y'all be disrespecting the black uh, shows, right? We're going to go to Soul Train. We're going to actually dress up, right? And then we're going to thug it at the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? To make a statement. <laughs> I'm thugging it. I'm not. Well. Yeah, listen. I'm telling you. Like, now nah, we're going to come dressed up. We're coming dressed to impress. But. I'm predicting it because I really want to, I really want to see that go to the top. I really I want to see you that. succeed. I want to see you be the best that you can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We didn't want to bring you on here to ask you no bullshit, to I ask you sure. about no, you know, drama, none of that. Not you don't even have none that I know of. But um, you know, yeah, that, not, not crazy drama. Yeah, not crazy drama. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. not crazy. Yeah, everybody got their, you know. Yeah. Somebody gonna tell me after they see this interview, yeah, not a man, you know what I'm saying? I was in love with her, but she told me I you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sure that's gonna happen. But um Corn, you got anything else for for the for, for Netta? I see you. Yeah, and that's another thing that's we didn't talk a lot about. You yeah. seeing the choreography? You looking at wifey? I mean uh uh three times crazy video? No, what you looking at? On Instagram. Oh yeah, on Instagram. Oh, oh so who's these girls? This who you dance with, or are these girls um, in your video? Where um, down there, and that was actually a dance class I took. Actually, it's a girl, um, Shanice. Actually, shout out to her. She has a dance um, company, black owned, here in Oakland. People should go take her class every Friday. Um, I wonder. You want if, um, I'm in the front. Okay. So she's on the side. Yeah. And you shiny. love you love the I'm dance. The oh, that's shiny over here. Mm-hmm. You love to dance. Yeah. And so you go? Do you ever go to like those dance studios and like work out? Like just work it out? Mm-hmm. I was just doing that this past Friday. Oh really? Yeah, because I actually I'm just now getting back in. Okay. So I gotta get my breathing right. Yeah, in, yeah. Tone yeah. my body back up. Yeah. Like I kind of just kind of been. Yeah. Doing shows and um, not really incorporating as much dancing as singing. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring that back in, especially for this record. Okay. So I kind of started locking back in. This past week, okay, and so I'm going to dedicate all December to that, and then we'll, in January. We'll do and and do you consider like um, Kaylani, her? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Keisha. Is that your peer group in music and and being in the Bay Area? I believe we got some shit coming out the Bay Area right now. If I had to make a Bay Area right. playlist, yeah. and I play Wifey yeah, at exactly Home, right and I play, now. you know, it's some shit. You know what I mean? So like. But you know the crazy thing is that you've always had this talent here. Always. Always. So there is something special happening right now. So I love when I see her, Kaylani, G Easy, Zendaya, like all these people that are really making such huge statement mm-hmm. statements, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um it's like we're now getting that respect that we probably mm-hmm. have been due. Um I will be transparent and say that I I feel like I should be in that lineup. I do too. And I'm not. I do too. And I don't want to become an unsung hero. No. Sometimes I feel like I am. No, 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 um, no. And I'm just ready to fully get in the game. Like you ever you ever watch one of those things, though? You ever watch one of... i give you a perfect example. Dolomite. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just watching that shit. But like, it's it's real. Like I used to watch Rudy Ray Moore movies. They was much older before my time, but my parents had them, and I would watch them. But like, when I see his shit and what he went through, it's like, damn. It's a, it was a failure. It was like, oh, they not gonna do it for me. I'm gonna do it for my. It's 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 basically where you are in your career right now. It's basically where Master P was in his career. Like it don't happen like that. Like to be honest with you, the ones that really, really, really end up being like you know not just most impactful with the music, mm-hmm. but in the game. Because yeah. early on, you're gonna be that executive that Jacker was talking about, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be helping that other young lady mm-hmm. that needed. Like, look, I'm telling you. I went through this. Let me help you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna happen. Yeah. But you haven't had your biggest song yet. Yeah. It just it just haven't happened. Wifey at home is the shit. Don't get me wrong. That's mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people gonna receive it, but it don't stop there. No. You know what I'm saying? It don't stop at three times. It don't stop mm-hmm. you leaving Atlantic. It don't stop there. Like you are destined for greatness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gonna be seven months or seven years, but we as fans, we as fellow Bayarians, we cannot let you down and not support mm-hmm. you. There has to always be that. Like. And I, one thing that I say about my favorite artists is I wish I could just stimulate their income. If money is the problem, I wish I could just give it all to them and let them create. Mm-hmm. But we can. We live in the Silicon Valley. So oh, it's about wow. how we do these things, yeah. about how we connect. That's yeah, why I want everybody in the room at one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got it. We got it. Empire's here. Our we got to take advantage. Our only downfall is us. Not supporting That's it. Enough. That's it. So I yeah. know that that's coming. You know, I know that I'm going to be able to run up like Mano when Lil' Kim was getting her award. And I'm going to be like, hold on, Nelly, you forgot when we said, you know what I'm saying? Who? Black folk. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that's that's real, though. Yeah, you're right, though. But yeah, no, yeah, but they can't support it. They can't support it. That shit's stupid. But we supporting Netta. We supporting great music. We supporting greatness. Man, we love what you're doing. Love where you come from. You know what I'm saying? Love your story. Love where you at right now. You're still creating. You're still an artist. You know what I'm saying? And everybody out here, go check out this new single, Wifey at Home. Go back, stream all her old music after you do that. Because you'll learn that there's been great songs in the process. And there's been quality work, man. So it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. I had a good time. Thank you. All good. Thank you, man. Till next time, man. When No Vultures. We got a... Uh, Holiday break coming up, but we're gonna have uh, we're gonna be starting season two pretty soon. Netta might be our last interview before we have to squeeze anybody. I would love to end it off like this. You know what I'm saying? You with that? I'm with that. All right, man. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you.